With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This week with uh, Grand Theft Audio, this is Jake Belcher. I'm Brant Thoman. I'm Carl Kozlowski. And uh, we sure are excited to have you back here. I hope you guys uh, had a chance to listen to our best of show last week. It was uh, a lot of fun. And um, I know that I had Carl listening to it. Uh, I, I, was that, Be honest with me now. What? Can you be honest with me for what? a minute? Is that the first time you've ever heard the show? Second. Second? Second. Did I play the show for you some other time or something? No, no, I listened for about 15 minutes once. Yeah, well... Uh, I, it's, it's just, uh, uh, hey, I love the show, I feel I like I lived it, I got it, you know. I don't know, I just have a hard time, I never watch my old stand-up over other than making sure the video went up on the screen. Yeah, I, I get that, but it, the best part I of... saw the value of it, I was hooked, I was, I thought it was, I thought we were amazing. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Well, I agree. <laughs> I thought we were pretty amazing too. So now I probably will keep listening until to it went my com- own show. Until it went completely wrong with. Uh, yeah, that was really great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what 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 kept saying? And I opened my eyes to find a Mexican guy who apparently couldn't speak English, angrily looking at me and moving my hand towards my face, <laughs> at which point he slapped me in the face with my own hand. Oh, man, then that just replayed over and over again. And that wasn't about, intentional? For 40 minutes. No, it was an accident. That was incredible. It was It yeah. was supposed to repeat a couple a of couple times. A couple of times, but not Be- for 40 minutes. Yeah, for, for the comedic sake of listening to that story three or four times, it really gets kind of funny. It's yeah. almost, almost limerical. As I continue to listen to it, it almost <laughs> seemed like it should be put to some kind of folksy music. Uh, I suddenly okay. awoke to find an angry Mexican who apparently didn't dun, speak dun, English. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Set it to the tune of old El Paso or something by Marty Robbins. It should just be how we introduce every segment now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that just that important to people. That it's just that hey, good. it's that special an event. Who else has been slapped with their own fa- hand to their own face? Um, I, I know so. I haven't. It's, it's, it, it is unique. I think it's a rather uh, unique experience. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I how wish I, it on anyone. I don't know how, how I've gone this long in life without having it happen to me. So I uh, with your own mean. hand. Like I've been slapped no. across the face before. No, no, no one's gonna do that to me. I mean, cause I'm not gonna fall. I'm not gonna have that happen to me. I'm not gonna fall asleep on a bus caressing some guy's leg and then be like, <laughs> um, uh, it, it's just never gonna. Happen. Paso, it, it's just. Never and I opened my eyes to find a Mexican guy who apparently couldn't speak English, <laughs> angrily looking at me. And moving my hand towards my face, <laughs> at which point he slapped me in the face with my own hand. That will never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. I don't even have enough times in the hour, the two hours we have left to say ever as many times as is accurate. That have that happen to me? <laughs> Just not going to. Like you had to take the bus over here today from your class. I thought for sure you were gonna fall asleep and end up in Santa Monica or. Like something, something bad was no, going I just, on. No, I wound up about two stops behind, but I w- it wasn't that I, w- I was actually reading the paper for once. But anyway, yeah. Well, uh, congratulations on not falling. So I hauled ass back out over here. Well, we appreciate you making it over here. I know that um, we have had pretty relaxed shows to end last year. Um, we need to tell people this is a big fucking show tonight. I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, we have some oh an amazing lineup tonight. Uh, very oh. excited. Um, our first hour guest is. Probably my favorite guest from last year. I'm glad yeah. that we're starting off the year again with him. This now. guy is. We're, we're getting on the ground level with uh, with this guy. He's he's 
Going to be a superstar. Uh, Russ Very Gooden, funny guy. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Russ Gooden. Russ Gooden. Glad he's back for <coughs> for another another episode with us. Yes. And, and then even more exciting to to me. Dear um, God. I mean, I'm th- baffled how I got him. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, I know that um, the people that I really find influential throughout my hopeful comedy stylings and things that I make fun of, um, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade to me is as high as it gets. I know. And to have one of the founding members coming in with uh, Matt Walsh joining us tonight. Matt Walsh, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, not only Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, Dog Bites Man or Man Bites Dog, uh-huh. I forget which one, brilliant show on uh, Comedy Central, and then. Uh, uh, he was in the Hangover as the Doctor. That's probably the thing that people are really catching on to him outside of Upright Citizens Brigade. And uh, this dude is like in everything, like probably a hundred different uh, movies and TV shows, and always funny. But he's Amazing. he's done uh, correspondent work for the Daily oh, the Show Daily too. Show for God's so yeah, yeah, and I mean that's that's always a fun. Any any of those those people would be fun to have on the show. So I can't wait to have uh, Matt Walsh on. It's gonna be great. Hell yeah. So that'll be the second hour. Yeah, super exciting. He's he's going to be absolutely awesome. I can't believe that uh, that we have him in here. <laughs> we have even crazier things going on later, but uh, we won't. We're going to surprise you down the line, or should I just say who we've got later in the month? Um, yeah, man, let's go through the lineup because I think this is insane. I mean, there's some. This is freaking insane. I just confirmed we're going to have Zach Levi from Chuck in February at some point. Cool. I, I'm it's really looking forward to that. Definitely happening. Um, and then. Uh, uh, also from Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, but I think he and us are going to really talk about Chuck more. And then, um, and then uh, also uh, on the 28th, we're having freaking SpongeBob SquarePants and Mr. Show Legend Tom Kenny on. My other real comedy geniuses in the back of my brain, like Upright Citizens Brigade and uh, Mr. Show with uh, Bob, Bob and David, David are God. my two favorite comedy shows of all time. And the fact that we're going to have someone in from both of those shows back to back is awesome. And then also ne- then next week. Uh, we're having on the uh, political tip, like this freaking mogul who's like the mo- the younger American Rupert Murdoch. Uh, this guy is almost impossible to get for an interview, and he's going to be on maybe by phone, but we're still getting him. And Andrew Breitbart, amazing. I mean, this guy's on Fox like all the time, and uh, uh, but otherwise very reclusive, very busy guy. And uh, we're going to be having this guy t- talking to us. It's insane. We have a uh, Lloyd Kaufman from Troma coming in. Uh, yeah, I haven't worked out the date yet, but yeah, we're I'm, working on it. We talked about it in, in, yeah, in we're uh, gonna January. Have it, yeah. It's going to happen, I'm sure. Yeah, February, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I know we have so many other people coming in before then. Yeah, it's nuts. Eddie Pepitone on the 21st, he was just on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, next week, we've got Ron Pearson along with uh, Andrew Bybart. Ron Pearson's an amazing uh, comic. It'll be a good fit with Andrew because he's a very... Uh, you know, pro-American uh, kind of guy. So anyway, well, let's, let's, we should probably kick into what we're, you know, making fun of some news here, right? I, mean, I suppose so. Uh, what, I what a brilliant transi- transition that was. <laughs> uh, getting bored hearing your own self talking and then deciding that enough with this, let's move on to something else. <laughs> well, I, you know. I, I appreciate that. So the important things happening in the world, man, since we've actually had like a real serious show, I would have to imagine that the fallout from the um, – from the Underwear bomber. The, oh yeah. The, oh yeah. The the incendiary. I call it the, the, the gentleman bomber. bringing us a uh, some type of fresh Yule log on <laughs> Christmas. I don't even know what else you would call oh. it. Um, well, uh, did you read the uh, LA Times article today? What? Apparently they they did know that he had gotten on the flight and we were expected to. That I mean, when, when we wanted made, to interview him. We were going to interview ground. him as soon as he arrived what? to Detroit. Well, yeah. we, okay. Norway is one of those countries that doesn't allow us to ha- put um, federal marshals on planes that are coming into the United States. Really? Yes. 
that's why there wasn't one on in the first place, because if there was, they would have been able to get in touch with him, tell him that this person was on the plane, and uh, go from there with the proper through the proper proper channels. But well, they would have uh, warned the the marshal. Or they would have I, warned the I would suspect. I would suspect that they would that some kind of if there was going to be a marshal that he was going to be on that oh. flight, that they would have gotten in touch with him ahead of time, saying, "Hey, we have a person of." Who's on our list? Oh, uh-huh. He's on our watch list. We want to we want to interview him. So you know, position yourself near him so that when when we arrive, you can help us escort him to uh, whatever room we're going to interview him at. And wow. uh, but we didn't have that man on there. We so. knew that he was on board the flight. Why did we even let him on? Well, no, no, no. This was bef- they they realized when they saw the passenger list that he was on. Oh, okay. our intelligence knew that he was coming. That's why they were going to stop him in Detroit and question him there. Oh, okay, okay. But they didn't know that he was intending to light anything on fire on the plane. They just knew that he was coming to the country. Oh, they figured it out after he was already on the plane? They couldn't I be- that's Yeah, that's what the oh, article was saying. wow, okay. So, but, well, if Norway wants to interfere, and it's like, who the fuck is Norway to say, no, you can't put somebody for everyone's protection on board a plane? I say we bomb Norway. Let, or we send no, that guy I don't say that. Who the fuck is Norway? I think this whole thing is turning out to be some big play for global power, man. I mean, huh. like Obama's speech that he gave this afternoon, this evening was uh, was all about um, making sure that the world gets on board, and this is an international problem, and not just an American problem. And we need oversight into all of your airports, and we need <laughs> we need to make sure that you're taking the same stringent. Um, the same stringent steps that we are. Um, it's going to go from a federal marshal to some kind of international marshal who will be on that plane. Interesting. I would imagine that huh. would be that would be the, the, to me a step that perhaps these European countries would say, okay, great, as long as they're coming from the European Union or whatever country they're coming from, they have some kind of authority that and the training necessary to potentially stop some kind of terrorist act. I think the I guy. I have a problem with that in a way. I don't know. In a way. I think that in some way Obama's a little bit clueless on this one, which is to me no <laughs> surprise, right? Yeah. Um, but for him to have come out in this speech tonight and say that the buck stops with him means to me that he can't even look in the system well enough to figure out what's wrong with it, really. Oh, he said the the buck stops with him. Yeah, he, he took the blame. Yeah, there's not amazing. Gonna, I, I, well, for any president to take the blame on something like this, but. I think that it also shows that he doesn't know how to look into the system uh-huh. to see where the problem really was oh. and be able to call someone out on it and do something about part of, it. Yeah, and part of the problem is his lack of political experience. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he he wasn't in Washington for too too very long before he got this this high office. If he had been a uh, se- if he'd been a senator for you know two or three terms, at that point you're sitting there going, okay, this man has connections in at at every level at the FBI, at, at the CIA, at the NSA, and throughout all of the the, the top. Uh, members of every ki- every department that that reports to the White House, so it's it it doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. It doesn't seem like he has the political support from his advisors to do so either. I don't think oh. that that's what his advisors are all about, though. His advisors are about changing our country completely into a a socialist system. I think yeah, more and more sure. by the day, it, it's what it looks like. I think that not only are they trying to make us a socialist society, but they're trying to make sure that the rest of the world follows aboard behind us and dances merrily to the the string of equality for everybody, which doesn't really make sense. It should be prosperity for everybody. Yeah. And it, it's just um, more clueless. Not just for the me. few, but for everybody. For everybody, man. I mean, prosperity is different things for different people. And to be able to make it so you have to make your lifestyle go down so that someone else feels better about theirs and that they can then feel that they're on a more even playing field, that's the game that we're playing with the world now. I mean, now we're going out there to these airports and we're saying, you have to do it like we say... Um, and in exchange, I'm sure we're gonna, you know, make well, it so n- now we have now we get to give out one less carbon emission than we did before. We'll find some way of yeah. 
making ourselves go down to bring the rest of the world up. At the same time, countries like England and I don't remember the other one, they they have the full body scanners. And these, this would have been usable. You know, our our own airlines are afraid of instituting them. They have the cost of having to bring these in. Plus, there's the privacy issues that so many Americans seem to have with it because it will let you see a person through their clothes. So you would be there would be the the what a horrible job that would be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most, for most people, all day long to have those people coming by. Like most not, people, we don't want to see through the clothes. <laughs> not everybody looks like me. Oh, not, yeah. not everybody <laughs> is a ripple Adonis that walks through that makes men and women alike think I need to see what's under <laughs> that clothes. Yeah, you know, I mean, some people unfortunately. Look like Brant. No, I'm just kidding. Some people unfortunately look like you, Carl. I'll, I'll, um, I'll take the no. hit on that one. Uh, all, all three of us. No one wants to see any of us naked. <laughs> no. I know. It's like, it's like okay, you know. I don't even want to see most ladies naked. I want to see all ladies naked. I mean, it's like, what kind of ego do people have? Do they think, ooh, I'm going to be seen by, by, a, by a neutral security agent? On top of that, have you guys ever seen any of the, any of the, the, the pictures that they've shown of these these scanners and what you, what you actually do see when there's yeah. a body in there? I'm sorry. That's not an attractive picture. It's not like you're looking at an airbrush photo in, in some kind of magazine, you're looking at a person basically the way they really are. You know what's a, a fairly unpleasant sight <laughs> is dick and nuts scrunched up in some tidy whities You can see that? Yes. Yes. Oh. Actually, you'll see through the tidy whities to the enormous bush well, of pubic hair that oh. kind of covers everything. But it's so unpleasant. I mean, we're going to have to pay these guys more. I um, Or we got to find perverts. But, yeah. <laughs> Let's find some perverts who are really going to oh, inspect awesome. the picture. That's a good idea. Uh, Advertise and Hustler. Pay a minimum wage and say, this is, these are the perks, though. Look at the perks. Everything yeah. you want to see, you get to see. But, but you know, one, one thing that a guy brought up today, and I, I took an acting class, which we may or may not get into, whatever. But um, Apparently this, we are. Well, no, no I'm not going to dwell on it unless we really have some time to kill, which I doubt we will. Uh, this guy brought up an interesting point, though. He said um, everybody's whining about the privacy, but it's known that it is risky to have x-rays uh, that you're supposed to limit how many you freaking have in your life, and then here we're gonna expect people to go through and have X-rays. Is it done the same way with trip? like X-ray? I thought I, it was done with like X-ray sick. or something. I thought it was like sound waves or I, something I, that I, bounce off their body. If it's radiation, we need to think about okay, this. Okay, well, here, here's what the about thing. pregnant women? I, I ha- I, I've asked like dentists because when I get my teeth examined and they do the the, the X-ray, I can actually feel the X-ray hit me. And I said, you know what? The amount of X-ray radiation you'd have to have in your body for you to get sick is so much more than even just walking through these little scanners that you're talking about. Even if you did it repeatedly. What if you're a frequent flyer, man? You're going to be hit. Yeah, so what? Uh, once a day you're going to have to walk through that? Well, that's the risk of, of, of doing business with the, in the job that you have. You go and buy hey, yourself man, a pair of lead underpants. Why are we walking through those machines anyways? Huh? Why are we walking through those machines anyways? Well, we, well they're going to try and make us safe. safe. Yeah, right. In one way, while killing us another. That is not going to make us safe. You know what's going to make us safe? What? By making somebody who looks like a bomber walk through twice. I mean, ch- check them again. Uh, I I don't see you and me um, blowing things. Yeah, but the, you know, but this uh, dude was. Oh, so so we all have to go through hours of of bullshit when we all know that none of us are blowing up planes and they are. But this guy was an upper class uh, person for his society, so he probably. Well, they said he purposely dressed poorly because they think that one of the things that happened was there was another guy helping him that has never fully been proven. But then some other guy tried to help him at the airport and said that he was a Sudanese refugee and that's why he doesn't have papers. So please let him on. But I mean, the guy could have been dressed up and just looked like a totally looked like P Diddy or something. I mean, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't stop a guy that's you know well dressed. You would stop. So are you saying this guy? You've seen pictures of him, right? Yeah. Did you think he was black the first time you saw him? 
Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like a regular black guy. You're right. That's so sad. He does look just so like a regular was, black guy. So if he guy. was upper class... And so I'm sorry, black people. You're class. getting scanned now, too. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, if you look enough like somebody that does it, then now you're on the list of people who are getting scanned. Because I don't think that my grandma needs to walk through that machine. I don't think that um that any Mexican person needs, needs to do it. Oh, I don't yeah. think any Mexican person needs to do it. You never hear about a Mexican taking somebody <laughs> hostage with a bomb and blowing Asians things up. Never Mexican will fight you with a knife, but he's not necessarily going to fight you with a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. I mean, so so let's not waste our time doing that. <laughs> and now I now I know what you're thinking. You don't yes, see yeah. Mexican guys flying very much at the airport. They all drive together. Well, they all crawl across the border. <laughs> I uh, God. Anyways, um, we I, are horrible people. Uh, can I bring up something else that's race related? I think is an interesting. Yeah, I love race related things. Okay. Hey, you know what though? Since you got something race related, I love race related things, and I oh, this know is a hot one. I know that our guest loves race rest. So let's um, kick off with one of these uh, things that pay the bills here, and we'll come back with uh, (laughs) Russ Guten. Russ Guten. It's going to be awesome. So uh, stick around. We'll uh, catch you in two minutes. The snow has fallen and ski season is here. And the Rainbow Tarns Bed and Breakfast is only minutes away from the best runs at Mammoth Mountain Ski Resort. Escape the thousands of snowbirds crammed into town and nestled around the Tarns Roaring Fire, or relax in your own private bath in one of the three luxurious rooms. And always start your day off with a delicious gourmet breakfast. The Romantic Tarns is a favorite getaway for many over the last 20 years and is so close to all the Sierras have to offer. Snowmobiling, shopping, and so much more are all minutes away. And wine and hors d'oeuvres greet you upon your return. Visit them at RainbowTarns.com or call toll-free 888-588-6269. Stop overpaying for your home, auto, and business insurance. Insurance companies don't want you to know about the deep recession discounts you can receive by bundling all your insurance together, up to and beyond 35%. California's number one choice since 1988, Pacific Resources, wants you to know and help you take advantage of these money-saving truths. Call 1-800-701-6036 to get a free quote and find all the savings you're entitled to. Pacific Resources Corporation, Division of California Insurance Services, www.caautoprotect.com. Bookmark it now. party people pasadena's only bikini club this show is under new ownership and it's time to party the most beautiful girls happy hour and food and drink specials pole and private dances watch all the big games on the 10-foot screen while surrounded by the hottest girls in los angeles and girls we always get in for free in pasadena off the 210 or the 10 at rosemead at 3768 colorado call 626 793-1847 to book your VIP party experience now. Come see more of me at the show. Attention elderly care facility owners and operators. Even during a recession, insurance rates still go up and you could be overpaying. Pacific Resources, the authority on elderly living facilities, can review your policies and alert you to overpays, proper limits to carry, litigation protection levels, and other essentials that if overlooked can snatch your business out from under your feet. Since 1996, Pacific Resources has helped hundreds of businesses prepare for tomorrow while saving them money today. Call 1-800-701-6036 or check out the Nursing Home National Insurance Program Center at www.elderlycarefacilityinsurance.com. With so much on the line, don't fail to make the call that can keep you protected.
Audio wants you to know for all your ticket needs to go to Zigabit.com. This week, Rose Bowl and BCS tickets are all the rage, and Zigabit has got the seats you want. Buy, sell, haggle your way to the price that you want to pay. Zigabit.com, a ticket revolution. And we're back with Grand Theft Audio. I'm Carl Kozlowski. Jake Belcher. And Brant Thoman. And uh, we're very excited to be putting on, as I said, probably... Our uh, favorite guest of uh, the year, of the show of so 2009 far. for yeah. sure. Well, that was the way we've done it. So hey, um, well yeah, now we're into 2010, and he's got a good start here. He, you know, he's coming in. He's gonna. He's yeah, it's all happening for me. You've got to prove yourself again, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, he's uh, hilarious. He's from the East Coast originally, uh, Philly or Jersey, right? South Jersey, outside of Philadelphia, born in New York. For crying out loud, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Russ Gooten. Thank you. Yes, thanks Thank for coming you. on again. Thank you, man. My heart is warm. It's as if you poured warm caramel over my heart. Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not sure that was caramel. Um, Whoa. Hey, yo. With Carly, you never know. It's Uh. always a semen joke to start everything off. Uh, I think that Christmas cookie. I think that joke becomes whatever it is in your own mind. Yeah, to me, me, there's drool. I I thought it might be Carly. Drool. Carly eating the cookie. He's like, oh, well, that wasn't caramel. I was a little bit, too, when I came in here, because I I know I'm looking good, and you guys are looking good. I don't know if you've been working out. Are you scanner-worthy? Are you ready? to be scanned naked I think we should scan each other you know maybe one night um, you know like have a scanning party we'll have a karaoke machine we'll invite the ladies <laughs> a sleepover scan party yeah awesome. yeah, I, I can yeah. Do that. yeah sure get some oh, yeah. college co-eds scan yeah, now each that's other a, maybe added? we can get the bikini girls that time we'll it's see. sexy security <laughs> yeah so uh, should I jump in on this yeah sure or? man just with whatever yeah well we're gonna you know rap all sort about all sorts of stuff but I gotta say that uh, uh, we were talking about uh, <laughs> didn't know we were rapping well well, yeah, well, oh, uh, uh, it's a new skill I developed over the holidays. Uh, so gotta say, no, um, that uh, no, I'm gonna make you rap the next thing you say, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to break it down. Yeah, just just to be a dick. But then we're gonna have a rap. Here's battle. the next story. It's full of full of racial glory. Okay, oh, so no. uh, oh, there we hey, at least no. it rhymed. I can dig it. And he was a political rapper. That, yeah, that was very political. Um, yeah, yeah so I'm, was, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you finish. We were talking about um, uh, the uh, the whole racial profiling at airports and things like that, and that made me think about the uh, scandal of Tiger Woods still playing out, and oh. this week it's blown up in the in the in a different way in that Vanity Fair magazine. Dug up these. Have you seen these photos? Yeah, man. He Unbelievable. Looks good, man. He looks like he's going to be in the Tiger Woods action movie. Well, he could be scanned in the airport, that's for sure. The 19th hole. <laughs> he looks like a jailyard rapist in that picture. Um, I, You know, let's no, not get crazy. Terrible, if, if, dude. if we dig deep enough, I think we could find some kind of wondrous tiger rape story from college. Oh, I my mean, God. Let's start digging. Oh, my God. <laughs> up in Stanford, wow. all those cuties up there? Sure, why not? Hey, right, listen. I mean, I, and I'll tell you this. You know, the thing about Tiger Woods also that I, you know, People were really worried, you know, because he was losing all those sponsors. But they don't think about all the sponsors that he's gaining, you know, like um, Valtrex. That's what I said. You know, yeah. uh, Trojan, Trojan brand uh, condoms. EPT, yeah. you know, like when Tiger oh, yeah. absolutely EPT. needs to know <laughs> if he knocked up that lady in Chicago. The, the home DNA test that they now <laughs> offer. That just, you know, after, after yeah. the baby has been born, it's like, hey, the Tiger Woods DNA test. I swabbed it. It's totally Tiger on the swab. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, but I got to say the Vanity Fair picture, though. He, okay, he looks pretty good in it. But it looks he, creepy though. He, it's about the paunchiest person that's ever been on the cover of Vanity Fair. If this story, <laughs> this story wasn't going on, I mean, if you look at if you look at him, like he's got a he's got a belly in that picture. Like you never see anybody with like a belly in the shirt off. I mean, look at the picture. Tell me that's not a little belly there. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, he's wow. sucking I mean, it in. That's for sure. He is felt. He is felt. 
I don't know. I think that's just that you know he, it's that core muscle. It's just one solid muscle right there. So I, I imagine looks like Tiger's a round core is very strong from all the exercises he's been doing. I imagine a lot of thrusting, he is, a lot of bending. He has a, a wonderful stroke. Well, but honestly, <laughs> in in those pictures on Vanity Fair, he is half black, half Asian, all guns. Honestly, he is, yeah, he's got two tickets to the gun show. Right there. There. He's yeah, got an extra ticket. He's got a skybox ticket to the gun show. Well, my my my, my problem with this is. That uh, you found I, it too attractive. Yeah, it's arousing. That's for sure. But I no. What I say is the the problem is that um, the dude is accused of having a bunch of affairs, and then they, they're putting on photos that were taken four years ago for another uh, shoot that were never used because they thought this looks kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, the guy hasn't committed any crimes. He has just cheated on his wife. He's stolen my heart. Well, yeah, he, he committed the crime of presenting a, a criminal false here. image. You know, on, well, uh, it's true. like when the evan, you know, evangelical, uh, what's his name? Oh, what was his name that got caught Oh, that doesn't narrow crack. it down There's enough. A lot of them, Smoking the crack, you know, <laughs> double fisting cock with that one guy. Oh, well, uh, uh, Ted Haggard? Ted Haggard, my man. Crack, really? My man. Wow. My man. <laughs> double fisting crystal meth cock, my man. Because he wow. presented an image that was totally Double fisting it? Awesome. Listen, I didn't know that. I mean, he had a lot of money, so I imagine yeah. he's like, you, you. <laughs> he, he said people, people standing around him and... No, but there, but there you would have illegal drugs involved, crystal meth, etc. I'm talking tiger. There's no allegations about crack or meth. I don't I think no, he, he steroids. Was, he was doing lines you, off of some of those girls. You mean growth hormone? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just I know I would be. Yeah. Hey, I'm just yo. saying. I think this is really weird. If I was a billionaire. Weird. Come on. The 19th hole. I want to see how much a billion dollars in cocaine looks like. But does like. she take it in the 20th? <laughs> you know, like the 19th is good, but it's that girl who takes it in the 20th. Like she's There's the one that counts. There's something special in Tiger's Gatorade. <laughs> 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 I just think that I, I, I do really have a problem with this photo, though. I mean, I think that because uh, Time Magazine conclusively was proven that they purposely doctored photos of O.J. Simpson to make him look darker. You no, know, they totally sinister, made him look darker. The they spray tanned him. I mean, they like, Photoshop you know, spray tanned him. Well, O.J. lopped his wife's head off. This guy, uh, I'm trying to think of a good uh, parallel euphemism, but all he did was he boinked a lot of women. I mean, there's no reason to be making him look sinister. Well, he's not sinister. I'm just saying that a lot of people put a lot of money into this image that he created. You know, and the other thing that I really like about Tiger Woods, and, and this is my favorite thing, you know, people refer to people as hypocrites or whatever, but um, he has a, a fucking giant yacht named Privacy. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that man. is my favorite element of Tiger Woods. Like, leave me alone. I'm going <laughs> to go to my giant yacht with the helipad and shit. <laughs> And I, and I'm going to go out in the ocean. Leave me alone. It's got a staff of 120, and there's a production of Brigadoon going on <laughs> in the theater we got with a 24-hour buffet. We got taco. I mean, what, a fucking giant yacht named Privacy. Go fuck yourself, Tiger Woods. I just love the fact that also when he designed or uh, helped design an Escalade, a uh, uh, branch of it. Uh, it was the, the Rendezvous. My, my the Jewish rendezvous. mother had that. Russell, I got the Rendezvous. It's what Tiger Woods drives. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean, the there. dude is like leaving us uh, secrets on the bread trail along, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying that I wish uh, that uh, I could have gotten some video. I don't know, man. I'm looking at this picture. And I, I can't help it. I, want, I, I, I think I, you're I, looking I at the picture a little off of This is about the drooling thing we spoke about earlier. I want to hold this pocket. You know, I'll, 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 <laughs> you want to hold his pocket? He wants to be Jake. Jake. Ah. Are, are you familiar with the hold your pocket um, 
a little bit. Prison. All I know is that it, it just got 30% gayer in here. And I think <laughs> by hold his pocket, you mean you want to be his caddy and handle his three wood. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm, I, 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 hey, you know what? When I feel it because well, I, wa- I want right it to be here, pleasant. Sorry, I, want it to, I want it to be pleasant because this guy looks like he can force me. <laughs> Whoa. You know, like, I, think so. I think so. I want, I, I'll give him my cigarettes. Like, Whoa. I, think Whoa. I, I will be nice to you'll, him. You'll wear some pretty earrings and some eye makeup for so him? You're, I yes. like it. You're creating tiger prison tiger woods where, like, Van Damme's <laughs> when, the undercover cop and he's like, I'm going to get the darn on tiger. You when, know? when HBO <laughs> brings back Oz, Tiger will be guest starring on yeah. it for an episode. He, was... he gets a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I just wow. don't know where else this picture was taken, man. Like, I think it was taken, obviously, in his love shack, in his love den, in his sex cave. It does have an Ar- Arkansas... Rape cave <laughs> look to it. You're right. You're, you're, somebody, being from Arkansas, I can vouch for the quality of our. Somebody rape has caves. definitely been cornholed <laughs> against their will he's in like Arkansas. A, he's wearing like the um the beanie that a longshoreman wears. Dude, it's, that's not a beanie. That's a ski mask that he can just pull down over. It's his rape mask. It's, it's like, yeah. hey, you know what? You know, I mean, I want to say though that we've world. taken an ugly turn where we've taken tigers not. Against their will affairs, these girls were very willing to this have some true. tiger in hey, them. Hey, I'm not saying he's raping any bitches. I'm, I'm saying, saying that he's raping me. Okay, okay, you're <laughs> right, Jake. And Jake, listen, I want you to know that there. I can tell you where some good support groups are for that. And I know you're going to go home and take your shame shower because you feel dirty and wow. you feel ashamed. But it wasn't your fault, Jake. It wasn't your fault. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And you're wearing that orange hoodie. And I know that some people are going to say, well, maybe he shouldn't have been wearing that orange hoodie, looking all cute on him and stuff. I want to look like Tiger. I mean, I think you're, you are asking for it a little bit. Like oh. When you smile like that, you're asking yeah. for it, and I don't feel as bad for <laughs> I you I would say anyone. I'm totally rapable, but I know someone else who's totally <laughs> you are rapable. rapable. You are rapable. But that's what I was telling people with Michael Jackson. Uh, it's on the DVD, too. That's right. Totally rapable. I was telling them. I, I can't tell you how many times I've said that <laughs> since, I, since I've heard it. Well, I'm just saying that, you know, like, uh, you know, I desperately wanted to meet Michael Jackson when I was a kid, because people get mad when I say stuff about him, but, like, I did the impression when I was a kid, you know, I learned a bunch of his moves, I did the talent show at the JCC, okay, but all I'm saying is that Jeez. if he had met me when I was that age, okay, I was adorable, okay, ask my well, mother. You still are, Russ. So rapable, my son, oh, isn't he so rapable, Michael, he knows all your moves. I think that's hilarious, I love <laughs> Michael so Jackson rapable. rape jokes are always the way to go, but I like that you've put it Michael's on another couple- half-white black guy. And made Tiger a rapist at the show, and I didn't. <laughs> only you a pr- did only that. a prison rapist, not a real. Yeah, it was in one. prison and Van Damme. Yeah, it was, was, it was a down low rapist. <laughs> <laughs> like someone keep it on the down low, or what is it? What is that? No, that was more like I see you <laughs> at the crossroads, like you won't be lonely. I'm not sure how Crossroads got in here. It can always I'm not come sure back how my defense of Tiger from it the can media always come back to Bone Thugs. turned into prison rape Tiger. But well, wait, wait, so you were trying to like defend Tiger here? I was, yeah. I was saying the media is wrong for doctor, for putting up this ridiculous photo. Hey, what, you think it's doctored photo? It was like one person yes, who did doctored. this. You think that's doctored? Yes, they colored it uh, darker. Like, like the, I think they admitted it, or else everybody's calling them out. Yeah, but I do that. Oh, I, I thought that was Time. I thought that was Time Magazine and, and uh, O.J. Simpson. They did it here too. <laughs> That's what people are saying. Is he looks distinctly darker than he normally does? But I honestly, I mean that. I did that on my headshot because one of the only movies I was in surf school. It's not a very good movie, but I played a gay Costa Rican surf announcer. Okay, named Roberto. Okay. Oh, let and, me go rent that now. Yes, and I'm telling you right now, it didn't make a lot of money here, but there was a Japanese pop star in it and made a bunch of money in Japan. So in Japan, I am a wildly popular gay <laughs> Latino actor. Awesome. So in all my headshots, <laughs> my new headshots that year, we made me look darker because I'm like, we need to corner this gay Latino market. Hey, Legazamo, I'm coming for you. Hey, guys, uh, we got a call coming. You guys mind if we uh, They went so well last time. Let's yeah. see. Hey, uh, welcome to uh, Grand Theft Audio. You're on the air. 
Hello. Hello. Oh my God. Oh God, I think I know that voice, guys. Turn off your radio if you could, or your. I think it's my mother. Mom, turn off the radio. Mom, is that my mom? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Iris <laughs> Gilmore. Oh, all right. Hi, right. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Mom. How you are know, you? You know, you might have been, you really were cute when you were a little boy, <laughs> but if Michael Jackson would have seen you in those glasses, uh, you know, the really right. big rim ones that we put you in. That's right. And before I had the braces, too. I, I did have the snaggle tooth going. Thanks, yeah, Mom. Yeah, he would have left you on the street corner. <laughs> oh, you're such a nice lady. <laughs> My mom is so great. She was like the kind of Jewish mother who would be like, oh, Russell, you're sick. I made you some chicken soup. And don't you ever forget it. <laughs> <laughs> is this and the you want me and your father soup? to listen to the show. I didn't know you'd be cursing, saying oh fuck gosh. all the time. <laughs> hey, you just said fuck, Mom. That's one fuck for you. That's a dollar in the fuck jar. Well, not that's not called fuck jar, mom. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah, no, hey, mom, <laughs> stop calling things fuck jar uh, on the on the radio show. <laughs> I can't believe my mom called me. No, I think it's awesome. Hey, do you mind if I ask you a question? No. All right. So I was watching Russ's um, uh, DVD, and I see that he brings his brother up there on stage. Oh, what he does to my son Jonathan. Isn't that sad? Wait, wait, wait. So it's your son Jonathan, not his brother Jonathan. That sounds like a little bit of like favoritism there. Is they it only, that bad? Yes, yes. They only take the credit when, when credit is worth taking. <laughs> So did that cause any problems around like uh, the house afterwards? Uh, no, no. Jonathan just, you know, he takes it in stride. And by takes it in stride, he smokes a blunt and wasn't totally aware of what I was saying. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yes, you did. Wow, that's, that's great. Your I mom don't know sa- anything. Your mom so. sounds like my mom when stuff like that comes <laughs> yeah, yeah. up. I don't know I don't anything know about anything. him smoking anything. Mom, it's okay. We're What's in Los Angeles. On? We're cool. I've got the card, Mom. It's cool. <laughs> It's totally legal here the way we do it. No, the funny thing is, I I, I talked to my brother on the phone the other night. He's with a bunch of my friends. I said, "Hey, Jonathan, did uh, did the other guys did they get a DVD from you? Did they buy a DVD?" And my friend Tommy goes, "Yeah, I bought a DVD from your brother. I gave him five bucks for it." I said, "Oh, that's funny. I never saw that five bucks. So my DVD bought Jonathan a pack of cigarettes. But I do realize." That if I make a lot of money, a portion of my money is going to go to buying Jonathan cigarettes. So I need to accept this, you know, because one day somebody, my kids are going to say, Daddy, why does Uncle Jonathan live in the pool house and always smell like the grass on the field after it rains? Well, maybe he just felt justified to keep the $5 after you humiliated him on I guess stage. you're right, Mom. I guess it's an even trade. How about Grandma? How does she deal with everything? Because she was oh, getting... Oh, Grandma, the... Grandma loves him. Oh, grandma yeah, I did threaten. laughs at him. I threatened Grandma. She knows that he loves That him. was awesome. He loves her, and he's just kidding. Yeah, well, I th- my Grandma did take it in stride. And, you know, my mom's mom, my Grandma B, God rest her soul, she was really funny. And she could only uh, talk to you by yelling, even if it was, Russell, how are you? <laughs> Who fought it? Let's go upstairs. <laughs> You know, and it was just, oh, and every, every year on my birthday, my mom's mother would call me, and she was a singer when she was younger, but she smoked like three packs a day, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. she, she was doing it A right. singer no more. No, I mean, yes. And she, but <laughs> no, she a so, singer no more. Yeah, but she would call me on my birthday every year, six o'clock in the morning. Happy birthday to you. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, <fought> it. <laughs> that was her signature. That was her slogan, her signature line, her catchphrase. Well, it's good for a grandma to have a slogan. I think that's touching. But, Mom, I miss Grandma B. She was, she was great. She was pretty funny. You're all right, too. Too, Mom. I like you. I like you so far today. You're all right. Am I good? Yeah, you're all right today. Uh, I, I, your I can't believe he made us listen to this. And all he keeps saying is fuck, and they're talking about sperm, and... <laughs> we're not just talking well, about that was yeah. terrible. <laughs> what about sperm, ma'am? We were referring to a uh, symbolic nature of things. It was a symbolic sperm. It was the royal okay, well, sperm. Well, who's, 
I have a question for you. Oh, whoa. Watch out, guys. Go what ahead. You got? Who, who's the one that really, you know, like, really said that Russell's going to be a star? That's Carl, me. Hey, but I mean, Jake, hey, Carl. But Jake did pick him as anytime, his favorite guest. Anytime you come to the East Coast, I'm feeding you, man. The entire oh, yeah. Coast. Wait Where a second, man. Where you Please at? Where you at? Take pictures and, uh... <laughs> Have you seen me? Uh, you better get a big pot out. I'll tell That's you many that. dinners. Many, no, many dinners. My mom, my mom does love... To, my mom, she can feed an army. I have an acapella group back in New York called Gangstapella. We're I've the world's the first... videos. They're pretty funny. Oh, wow. We're the world's first gangster rap acapella group of all white people in one Asian oh, midget awesome. samurai beatbox. Well, give us a DVD of that. Yes, I will. I'll get you guys DVDs of that. Um, They're they're out of print. And by out of oh. print, I mean I made 50 of them and gave 50 of them away. Um, Congratulations. But but um, uh, one time we all had to see, we had a show in Philly, so we all had to stay at my mom's house, and it's ten of us. And my mom made like dinner for all of them. Oh, and, oh that's and a good mom. And packed them lunches for when they got in the van. Oh. And one of them is named Elemental Pleasure, and he's a big guy. And she's like, "Here, Elemental Pleasure, I made you a sandwich." Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that is a legendary. And so you're outside of Philly, ma'am. You calling us from yeah, outside Philly? Yeah, we're, we're in Cherry Hill. We're only 15 minutes from Philadelphia. Okay, I'm booking my plane ticket tonight. Okay. Hey, Dara, uh, Mom, uh, Dara, my wife just texted in that she can't fucking believe that you just called her the show. <laughs> she can't fucking believe it, man. We, we like you, Mom. I like you. You're like the first caller we've ever had, I think, that wasn't either related to us or, or, or wasn't a psycho. <laughs> no, that's not true. We've had a couple of normal ones, but I know what you mean. But this is good, <laughs> Mom. I appreciate You know, we were listening, and the one Russell, once Russell started talking about the JCC and how cute he was and Michael Jackson, we had a call in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for calling in, Mom. I'll talk to you. You guys later. We do really appreciate your call. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Mom. Okay. Bye, Mom. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. Even in my adult life, I really appreciate it. Okay, honey, bye. <laughs> so, uh, that oh, was, I can't believe that. Guy. That's awesome, man. <laughs> I did not plan that. <laughs> well, uh, awesome. I, I think that was a good uh, look at your private life. Uh, let's take a good look at your public life, man. I'd like to play one of your tracks here, and if you, if you awesome. don't mind. Yeah, this is from is the beginning the of stuff? the DVD. This, this is uh, some other clips that we didn't play last time. This is from the beginning of the DVD, and I make friends with somebody in the audience at the beginning. Oh, right. <laughs> but good evening. Good evening, sir. What's your name? Big Mike. Big Mike, oh wow, your friends are real creative. How did they come up with that? <laughs> Fucking geniuses over there. Big Mike, Big Mike, what do you do for a living? Whoa, whoa Big Mike, stop going on and on about yourself, okay? <laughs> this is my special moment up here. Thanks a lot, Kanye. I'm just a helpless little girl up here. Thanks for ruining my special moment. Uh, I'm sorry, Big Mike. I'm so reacting to like the Michael Vick thing and uh, my grandmother ruining the Eagles Super Bowl chances. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm taking out on you, and it's cool. I totally forgive you for interrupting me back there. It's cool. We're totally cool. I totally forgive you. Oh my God, did you see Big Mike totally trying to take over the show from me over there a minute ago? Obnoxious, right? Somebody cannot be the center of attention for like five minutes. Like, oh, hey, Big Mike. You're still here. Hey, listen, don't worry about what I said over there. Ancient history. So listen, I'm going to start my act now that I predetermined before I got here. Is that cool with you? I don't need your permission. This is my special moment, Kanye. My special moment. Now... Good evening, Big Mike. I'm Russ Gooden, a Jew. Thank you. You're welcome. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Where's all the non-Jews at tonight? Oh, oh. Where's the torch and the pitchfork? I thought Mel Gibson was back there. You know, come to think of it, it is very hot up here. Is this an oven, you clever Gentiles? But non-Jews, listen. I want to get this out of the way right at the top because I can feel the tension in the air, okay? I want to get this right out of the way and clear the air. I apologize for killing your lord. Okay? I didn't even know those guys and they have nothing to do with it. 
Just wanted to say my bad, clear the air. All right, woo, air is clear. Water under the bridge. I know I feel better, Big Mike. Pound it out, pound it out. Oh yeah, make it spark. Make it spark. But I tell you what, Big Mike, you're black, as you know. And I'll tell you what, Obama won that election, so as a Jew and a minority, I was thrilled. But I also want to say that as a Jew and a minority, black people got a president. I don't want to hear any more complaining from the black people, okay? Where's all the rest of the black people at tonight? Where's all my beautiful black brothers and sisters? All right, there's three of you. All right. Excellent. So I'm going to have to go like this before I say any of the jokes. Excellent. Now listen, now listen. Now listen, Black Mike, the other two black people, I assume you all know each other. I assume you all know each other. But listen, listen, you guys got a president, you know, so I don't want to hear more complaining. I mean, you know, and everybody knows that Uncle Russ loves the black people, okay? I love the gangster rap, and uh, Tay Diggs, he is so chiseled, right, Big Mike? How does he do it? How does he do it? Look at those clues. Look at those clues. But Big Mike... Black people got a president, you know? And for one, we Jews were your guys' slaves first, just saying. Nice pyramids, by the way, black people. Okay? What's got two kite thumbs that built the pyramids, sir? This guy. This guy. So just saying, black people, black Mike's friends, I'll be expecting my reparations check from you guys any day now. No rush, no pressure. Looking forward to my check. I'm looking at you, Big Mike. But black people, black person, black people, three black people. I want you to know that don't get Uncle Russ wrong, because I know that in this country, you have been victims of racial profiling, okay? It's getting so a black professor from Yale can't even break into his own house and rob himself anymore. You know? And that's racial profiling. But that does not mean that as a Jew, I am not racially profiled all the time, okay? This year alone, Big Mike, three of my own friends asked me to help them do their taxes. I'm not even a math Jew. That is racial profiling, okay? But the joke's on them, right big black Mike, right rest of the black people, because guess what, America? Not every black person is good at basketball. Not every Asian is a ninja assassin, okay? Not every Dodger fan in Los Angeles is a Mexican gang member. And not every Jew is a fucking math Jew that can help you with their taxes, okay? So that's racial profiling, black people. Trust me, trust the rest, okay? It's tough all over. It's tough all over. But I'll tell you what, black people, you guys got a precedent. There's never going to be a Jew president. If a Jew ran for president, he could never have the word change on all the posters. <laughs> and everyone knows if we had had a Jew president, we'd have never gone broke like we did, right? Because, because a Jew president would never be afraid to start cutting budget corners and go knocking on the Secretary of State's office like, Hey, yeah, Jacob, hey, yeah. Did you just make some popcorn in the snack room? Oh, well, uh, okay, Jacob. Well, uh, listen, uh, if you're done in a room, you turn off the light. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not that hard. We're not made of money here, Jacob. We just had to fight Chrysler and GM. Things are tight. As you know, Jacob, as you well know. So a couple of nights ago, I was cutting together my best of show for our best of show, and I realized um, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, I want to listen to some more of Russ. So I start looking around on the internet, and I find more of you on the internet, and I start watching some of that show, and I'm like, man, I wish I had this whole thing. 
I do have this whole thing. <laughs> it was so happy to play play it beginning to end. It is as good of a special as I've heard in a very very long wow. time. I loved it, man. Wow, thanks, Thank man. You. I'm real. I'm really excited for you to say that. You know, I. It was I, great. It's made on a, a. You know, I'm still you know work part time at a restaurant. I'm a host at a restaurant, so it's made on a budget. That you know, it's basically paid for with my tips. Well, the, the jokes come through. I mean, every single joke in it is hilarious. I, I appreciate. I, that, I laugh man. at the whole thing. I, man, I, I, I'm just you know, I'm just try, I've, I've been doing it a long time. I, I do feel like though, and even I, like I was telling you earlier, I was, I'm reading Final Words, George yeah. Carlin's autobiography, yeah, so yeah. and he really felt like in his 30s was when he really like got hit his stride and. Yeah, but it takes out a long his, time to figure out figure it out to figure out yeah. what makes you funny and what your direction is and. I mean, how how many twenty year old stand up com- comedians you see, anyways? Well, yeah. Well, I started when I was nineteen. My mm-hmm. first gig was when I was nineteen at Caroline's, and about three hundred people showed up to see me. Oh, it was cool. more people than were at my my bar mitzvah. Uh-huh. And um and I mean, it, you know, the problem was that I was nineteen. So with a show like that, you couldn't have told me that five minutes later I wasn't going to be, you know, making it rain. Maybe you know, leaving a hooker in the desert. All kinds <laughs> of, you know, whatever. And you know, but then. It's 10 years later, and I've really gone through different stages and changes, and I think that my style now just means that I, I learned to basically shut up a little bit and keep it short and get to the point, mm-hmm. whereas I was in my late 20s, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think, and this is my opinion about every big subject. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's one of those things where you can't even listen to yourself even from two years ago, but I feel like I, I'm really, like, figured it out it's, now. And it's not just the intelligence that a, a comedian needs to have. It's also the wisdom of the years that, you, that have gone by yeah, as you were. See, yeah, the experience and the wisdom that you gain from things that don't work, and then yeah. seeing the stuff that really does work, and then making that work even better because of the next experience that helps define oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, like sometimes when there's like only three people, like like three people in the room that laugh at me, because I do have those nights. Because sometimes my material is, it, it is aggressive, and mm-hmm. I am high energy, and sometimes it just doesn't work. You no way, dude. Yes. You come what? across as just like a no bullshit. You're so pleasant. That's the word most commonly associated with you. What? Um, <laughs> but no. uh, but sometimes <laughs> when the room is really not laughing, but the three people in the back really are laughing to me those are great clues like okay this bit like not only does it work but it, it must work because these people are really pissed off in the front uh-huh. you know like I was in Sacramento during the gig I was telling you this one lady she kept looking at me she's so upset and finally I turned her and I said lady honestly I came up with this at 3 o'clock in the morning in my underwear smoking a bong okay <laughs> you're the asshole if you're upset you are the asshole so uh, I, I really love it, and I'm I'm just glad that you guys even watched it, because you know uh, you give it to people and you don't know if they'll see it, and everybody that's seen it has liked it, so I feel like I, I might have actually done okay this time. Well, I really recommend it to everybody, man. I mean, when I remembered that I had it and I I didn't have to watch it on YouTube, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I was so happy. Yeah, and I try and not to put all great. of it on there. You can go to www.rusgutin. Yeah, I know you did try not to put all of it on there. Yeah, well, Otherwise, you try not to, but at yeah. the same time, it's like you know. It, it, it's a double-edged sword because I'm I'm still kind of a nobody, so you want to try to show not for long. Yeah, well, let's hope so. My mom hopes so. You, I, I, I hear you, mom. You want your money. I hear you. Um, well, it did also make me go forward then and listen to the Gangsta Pella stuff. Oh, um, Gangsta Pella, my boys. You, you heard? <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a lot of their stage shows. They're pretty funny. Are they, man. Uh, YouTube also? Uh, there are some. Yeah, Gangsta Pella's on YouTube. You can also go to gangstapella.com or myspace.com/slash/russguten. And I'm telling you, man, he was my favorite reels. guy from last year. This guy blew away everybody to me. Wow. Oh, thanks, I man. Thanks. So. I, I, Gangsta Pella, actually, I wrote a cartoon version of it, and uh, we are starting to get it cool. uh, the ball rolling on that again. And uh, the cool thing is you guys love this because I want to bring it back some of this uh, terror attack thing. 
Uh, Gangsta Pella's arch em- enemy is Osama Ben Affleck and the Elf Kaida Network. <laughs> nice. And uh, they keep trying to destroy uh, New Jersey the, and the Tri-State the what area. Kaida? The Elf Kaida Network. Elf-Kaida? They're, I, they're evil terror ninja midgets. I thought you went with the Elf Kaida. Elf. Well, Elf like, Kaida. Like, Maybe like, that would be great like too. Elf. They get yeah. them from what was it, Melmac? Yeah. And then they kill all of the cats in New Jersey because Gangsta Pella in the cartoon. We live in my mom's basement, and our job is to protect New Jersey. Well, of course. From Osama Ben Affleck and other haters and other haters. <laughs> and like, the rest of the United States. Yes. yes. And like Rudy, and then we have like characters like Truck Stop. You might have seen him. He's mm-hmm. like our red state character, and everything I say is like, Russ, I'm gonna kill you, Jew. I'm gonna rip out your Jew heart in the night. You know, <laughs> it, there's an awesome cartoon if you've ever seen it um, called Minority Team. Yeah, uh, where the whole thing it's is. A li- yes, but but these are real people. Yes, well, Gangspell <laughs> is a real thing, and yeah, so I, I worship Spinal Tap I loved and it. Tenacious D and all those things, and I always wanted my own. And I went to school for musical theater, which we discussed last time. Makes me 13% gay. And um, <laughs> right. I just but like costumes and musicals and sparkly vests. And um, but uh, I wanted a musical that. I could, A, express my, you know, I love gangster rap, I love that shit, but I wanted just to sing the F word, <laughs> you know, like I wanted to sing fuck oh, in a pretty way. Do, yeah. and Can you do a little acapella for us now? Or? Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I, I could direct you to, well, and also, like I said, you have to hear these guys together, because the best thing about the cast uh, is that they're all great actors, musical theater actors, and some of them are just musicians, like uh, the guy that plays Federico Suave, Joe Trombino, his band in New York, Urban Sun, I am plugging Urban Sun. They were just uh, last month's High Times Unsigned Band of the Month. Oh, cool. They're a kick-ass funk band. Horns, keyboards. His voice was sent from God's taint hair. It's just amazing. What a place to be sent from. Yes. Well, I mean, that's a pretty place to be. Oh, beautiful. If you're lucky enough to be in God's taint, you would know. And um, been there, done that. Um, So all I'm saying is is that God bless them. uh, (laughs) But some of them were musicians that just came into it and really lent their voices to it. So we're hoping to get the cartoon... uh, Rolling, but I want to say something about the terror attack. Oh, bring it back, man! Please. Um, I want to say that uh, a the the first reaction because I, I didn't want to write too many jokes about it, but uh, my first reaction was there goes to you know there goes tourism in Detroit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it yeah. was the one thing they had left, you know. And then the, the other problem I had with it was uh, I I I know that the terrorists in other countries get all of our movies like five six years late. This but I, I think they saw RoboCop 2 and thought Detroit was the city of the future. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Detroit? That is where RoboCop is from. Yes, we must, we must stop the RoboCop. He's going to come across. You know, I'll get you. Stop RoboCop before he comes over to us. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming That's with incredible. me. That is my quote from movie. And the other thing is, is that I'm tired of hearing about, first of all, I'm tired of them being like, there's this place called Yemen. I mean, Yemen is not a new place. It is the Mexico of the Middle East, okay? It is a disgusting cesspool of terror okay but my problem with it is that they're like yes there's 200 al-qaeda you know people in yemen first of all there's more than 200 al-qaeda if you're not in a terror group in yemen then you're you're the outcast it's like what terror group are you pledging this semester <laughs> i don't know but also i wonder now that al-qaeda is getting all this free advertising you know and and they're building their brand because they have a strong brand name and they're not associated with tiger woods for them oh, thank god but I, I feel like they're getting By together. Yemen. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that on the Colbert Report. That was, or, or, was it, or the Daily Show. Daily Show. I, I guess, I guess, and he sort of said that they were the Mexico. Oh. Of, and I've been saying that for a little while. 
but uh, my, my other thing is, I feel like Al Qaeda is going to get together like a corporation where they're like, oh, guys, we need to capitalize on all this good buzz we got going right now. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe we run a promotion on Twitter, like the restaurant I work at. They do Twitter Tuesday. Uh-huh. They're like, we do Twitter Tuesday. If you join Al Qaeda today by five o'clock. You're going to get a free 73rd version. Okay. That's a deal. This is a deal. I mean, they're going to be knocking down the doors. <laughs> I like what you said earlier, too. Who the fuck is Norway? Who the fuck is Norway? I don't tell us what to do. You know, go eat a, go eat a loot fish and uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I just, I had to bring that up because I, I, I was really, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, perturbed. Also, and then they keep saying, were there any signs that this person was going to do this? And there was like, well, he was very quiet. If anyone is quiet around you, America, they are your number one suspect, okay? Yes. If the kid sits in the back of your high school class in a long trench coat with a Sepultura t-shirt and he wears black eye makeup, he is the number <laughs> one candidate for shooting you at the end of this marking period, okay? That is not that is a sign. That is no longer a surprise. So did you thing. see the guy? Have you seen the pictures of him? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he looks like a black guy, right? He looks like he's on the Washington Wizards. But he is a fake black guy. <laughs> you know how you can tell he's a fake black guy? Because real black guy doesn't blow his cock up. That, I mean, why would he do that? <laughs> why would he do that? How does he benefit I, from this? This is what I don't understand is the whole point of setting off a fucking suicide bomb is that you get your 70 virgins. virgins. Yep. Yeah. You blow your nuts off. What are you going to do with the virgins? They're going to be very oh, disappointed. Look, they're in a bag. You can carry the bag. You can, can carry my bag with my We bones. can rebuild it. We can make it stronger. <laughs> faster. <laughs> like I also Say, I'm keeping it. He's the six million dollar Norwegian. <laughs> Nor- Nigerian. <laughs> Niger- um, Norwegian. Nigerian. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry, Norwegian. Maybe Norway, maybe Norway <laughs> fucked with us. I just thought of this. Maybe Norway is fucking with us because Obama didn't have the class to have lunch with their king. Whoa. Well, again, we talked about that last time. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm going to go to McDonald's instead. The McRib is back. I think you're giving the, uh, the, the Norwegians way too much credit, Carl. Yeah. I don't think this is the type of thing. They really thought about like, hey, you know, why don't we let a terrorist through to, de- to Detroit? It's Detroit, like you said. What's yeah. gonna What's gonna happen? We're gonna show them. And yeah. GM is broke, aren't they? Like, yeah, GM, take another hit that you how didn't already we, give to yourself. How would we even know that Do- Do- Detroit was bombed if it did happen? You know, it's like, how do you tell the difference? Yeah, the place is on fire. You can see it from space. I mean, if Eminem's not setting something on fire... <laughs> then the insane clown posse is. That, that you, you beat me to it. I'm like, or one of the members of the defunct D12 is. D12, that's right, man. But I, I loved ICP. Like yeah. uh, I, I wish those guys would still do something relevant. I heard Are they their last. Throw, <laughs> yes, I heard, really? I heard their last. Couple I, I, I believe awful. you're saying that at one time what they were saying was relevant. It was for sure. <laughs> but right, but right, uh, but right. I enjoyed now, their. I enjoyed their moxie, but I did not enjoy their their music. But I did no, enjoy their their shtick. Their shtick was great. Ninjas, they, bitches, and juggalos. Yeah, they they were like they were like the happy go lucky guar. I had wow. There's some truth to that <laughs> yes. for sure. There's some truth to that. Well, besides, and uh, the last thing I want to say about this uh, terror guy is that uh, you know, he, he was dropping put a bomb in his pants. It's like I stopped doing that in the third grade. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> well, there was that one time after that. You night. dropped a bomb in the back of my car, man. <laughs> don't give me that shit. Um, don't. I was really drunk. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it. Hey, I'd like to uh, finish up our hour by um, playing the next track. We stick around for a little while afterwards. We're not sure that our next guest is going to show I, I'm up. Okay, maybe sure. I can, I just maybe I can I be somebody else. We have him being able to reach me to say <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're sorry, hoping man. to God. Piece, piece of poop, we're very excited about Walsh. We're still hoping it's still going to be here. It'll be awesome. And if he's not, then I can either play him or I can play somebody else. Oh, maybe. I think we'll have you play him. That'll be fun. Or you guys can just have guests that you've always wanted to have, like... 
Awesome. Have, yeah. That do that. Be we'll fun. do that, and I'll just do the voice. <laughs> Dig it. Um, so we'll be, be back right after this. Hey, I don't mean to um, be starting this up weird, but something's going on wrong here. So give me one more second to try this out again. Ha 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 ha. But you know, my therapist says, Big Mike, that the reason that I overreact to everything is because my parents' reaction to everything was always totally disproportionate to what the situation was. <laughs> Listen, my parents are here tonight. Where are they at? Where are they at? Way to go. Way to go. Way to contribute to society. I'm clearly an upstanding citizen. Way to go. But it's true, Big Mike. My parents' reaction to everything was always totally disproportionate to what the situation was, you know? Like my father, even if I was just sleeping in late for school, something simple, my father would burst in the room like, Russell, you gotta get up. You gotta be late to school. I'm gonna be late to work. They're gonna kick you out of school. I'm gonna lose this job. Your mother's gonna leave me. They're gonna take the house. We're gonna lose everything. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm gonna die. I haven't paid off the insurance. I'm worth nothing to your dad. And I'm like, all that's gonna happen today? Just cause I'm late to school? My friend Bobby's late to school all the time. He seems perfectly happy. His parents live on the same place. Did you say that if mom leaves you, it's gonna be my fault? I don't think that's a healthy thing to say to a kid. Pretty sure. And this is true, Big Mike. My mom's reaction to everything was always disproportionate, but it always started with a very calm and quiet lead-in question. You know, like a psychopath does in a movie. And she'd be like, Russell, um, did you leave these trash bags here by the front door? Yeah, Mom, I'm gonna get it in a second, Mom. Oh, um, well, did you think that was the best place to leave them so I can trip over them and fall and crack open my skull and die in a pool of my own I did not think of that, Mom. That is definitely a possibility, okay? Maybe you see the bags and you can mend the way and you don't die. Happy ending. Hollywood ending, Mom. Maybe that's the outcome. It's true. And my mother's obsessed with the color purple, Big Mike. Everything in the house is purple. The carpet's purple. The couch is purple. My house is so purple, it looks like Rihanna after date night. But anyway, my parents also, they didn't trust anybody. Everything was, ah, see? That's how they get you. And I'm like, who's they? Who's trying to get us? Ah, you see? They got you. That's how they get you. My parents really think that when they walk into a store, there's somebody in the monitor in the back like, look everyone, the goons are here. Now listen up. This is how we get them. My parents locked all the doors. They locked all the windows. I'm going to take out the trash. You hear the door behind me like, boom. I'm walking 30 feet here. I'm walking 30 feet here. One time, Mom, one time I forgot to lock the window down in the den. And my mother's like, Russell, anybody could have come in here. They could have taken everything. I'm like, who's they, Mom? What are they going to take from us, Mom? Our electric menorah? It's a shunda in the first place, Iris. It's a shunda. And in case you don't know, shunda means scandal in Jew. It's a shunda. I use it in a sentence. It's a shunda. How Mackenzie Phillips' father stuck his cock on a wedding night. It's a shunda. It's a shunda right in the shunda. 
It's Shundalus. There, I use it in a sentence. So I have trust issues, okay? Because of my parents, all right? But I also have trust issues. Not that they didn't just trust anybody. They, you know, they did shit to me that gave me trust issues. Like one time, my mother told me and my brother that she was gonna take us to see Daffy Duck Quackbusters in the movies. So I'm thrilled, right? Okay, so I'm sitting, the lights are going down, I got my popcorn, everything's going okay, and I realized one minute into it that my mother couldn't get a babysitter and she had taken us to see Barbara Streisand and Yendel! And Yendel! Unless you are a gay man or an old Jewish woman, there's no reason to ever see Yendel! Okay, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, Mom, why is Barbara Streisand just like a man? Why is she making out with that rabbi man? Why are they in a village with horse and cabbages and all Jews? And then Big Mike, Barbara Streisand's father dies. It's the most heart-wrenching thing you've ever seen in your life. This is true. To this day, every time I hear the refrain, Papa, can you hear me? I crawl into the fetal position and cry like a Meredith Baxter in a Lifetime movie, and I've just been raped and I'm taking my shame shower. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I cry like a gay man who's just seen Steel Magnolias for the third time. I know Shelby's gonna die, but it still hits me just as hard. I'm freaking out. I'm like, Mommy, I don't like this. I want to leave. And she looks me dead in the eye and she says, Shut up, Russell. Don't ruin this for me. And I'm like, eh. And Barbara's like, bit by bit, putting it together. And I'm like, ah. that I might be my parents' crowning achievement in not contributing to society a positive member. The snow has fallen and ski season is here. And the Rainbow Tarns Bed and Breakfast is only minutes away from the best runs at Mammoth Mountain Ski Resort. Escape the thousands of snowbirds crammed into town and nestled around the Tarns' roaring fire, or relax in your own private bath in one of the three luxurious rooms, and always start your day off with a delicious gourmet breakfast. The Romantic Tarns is a favorite getaway for many over the last 20 years and is so close to all the Sierras have to offer. Snowmobiling, shopping, and so much more are all minutes away. And wine and hors d'oeuvres greet you upon your return. Visit them at RainbowTarns.com or call toll-free 888-588-6269. You've got mail. Stop overpaying for your home, auto, and business insurance. Insurance companies don't want you to know about the deep recession discounts you can receive by bundling all your insurance together, up to and beyond 35%. California's number one choice since 1988, Pacific Resources, wants you to know and help you take advantage of these money-saving truths. Call 1-800-701-6036 to get a free quote and find all the savings you're entitled to. Pacific Resources Corporation, Division of California Insurance Services, www.caautoprotect.com. Bookmark it now. All right, party people. Pasadena's only bikini club, this show, is under new ownership and it's time to party. The most beautiful girls... Happy hour and food and drink specials, pole and private dances. Watch all the big games on the 10-foot screen while surrounded by the hottest girls in Los Angeles. And girls, we always get in for free. In Pasadena, off the 210 or the 10 at Rosemead at 3768 Colorado. Call 626-793-1847 to book your VIP party experience now. Come see more of me at the show. 
Attention elderly care facility owners and operators. Even during a recession, insurance rates still go up and you could be overpaying. Pacific Resources, the authority on elderly living facilities, can review your policies and alert you to overpays, proper limits to carry, litigation protection levels, and other essentials that if overlooked can snatch your business out from under your feet. Since 1996, Pacific Resources has helped hundreds of businesses prepare for tomorrow while saving them money today. Call 1-800-701-6036 or check out the Nursing Home National Insurance Program Center at www.ElderlyCareFacilityInsurance.com. With so much on the line, don't fail to make the call that can keep you protected. Grand Theft Audio wants you to know for all your ticket needs to go to Zigabit.com. This week, Rose Bowl and BCS tickets are all the rage, and Zigabit has got the seats you want. Buy, sell, and have your way to the price that you want to pay. Zigabit.com, a ticket revolution. You're tuned in to Grand Theft Audio, the Jake, Brant, and Carl Show, presented by Pacific Resources. All right, you're back on the air Thursday night with uh, Grand Theft Audio. Once again, this is Jake Belcher. Brant Thoman. Carl Kozlowski. And our guest tonight... Well, whoever you need me to be. <laughs> oh, you know what, tonight? I, I need you to be Russ, because I think that Russ I, could, I couldn't have a better guest. So. Well, let me tell you something. You've gotten the big get tonight, my friends. <laughs> well, we are we are hoping and pretty definite that uh, Matt Walsh will be in here shortly as well, so from Upper Citizens Brigade. Yeah, awesome. he'll, he'll probably, big fan. probably make it. Awesome. Um, I hope he does. I hope he's not out there listening to us now. <laughs> I don't think we, any of us even bother to check. We're just having a good time sitting here talking. Exactly. So, okay, you're now, you, Philly, big news that the Eagles have made the playoffs. Eagles, even, baby. Even after that spanking that uh, oh, Dallas it was, gave them. It was them. pulverizing, man. Yeah. It was pulverizing. But it's, you know what, for, for, for one of those teams to win both of those games, it's tough enough to begin with, but to go three times in one year, I think the Eagles have, have, a, good, have a good shot at it. Yeah, it's, and it's hard to beat any NFL team two weeks in a row. For sure. It's certainly hard to beat the Eagles. I mean, like, in general, but in you know, for real, for real, I mean, at the end of the day, the Eagles are going to win on Saturday. And for one reason and one reason alone, Deshaun Jackson, Selleck, McCoy, Weaver, all the weapons that the Eagles have that didn't get in rhythm last week mm-hmm. are going to be in rhythm. These guys have everything on the they, line. They, they've had a week to watch over the tape from the last game and go, okay, this is where we m- made mistakes, and now it's time to fix those, and we're yeah. going to come back there and be explosive just like uh, Dallas was. Well, so. and I like that Donovan McNabb put it on himself. Buck stops here. This is my fault. I'm coming out. I'm doing what I'm you know, paid to do this week. And I, I do. And, and listen, at the end of the day, Jerry Jones was bore from Satan's womb. <laughs> and good will always triumph over evil. Over evil. And I want to give a big shout-out also to my Eagles crew that I watch games with here at Big Wangs in Hollywood. I want to give a big shout-out to Big Wangs. Oh, is that Wangs. like a big place where people who are Eagles fans meet up? Well, there are a few places. No, it's just a place that's called Big Wangs. And they well, love yeah, the names. So they bring, Let's go to Big Wangs. But um, in, in there's the Shack in Santa Monica, which is a pure Eagles football bar. But we just have like... 
We just have a whole crew at Big Wangs. It's like 40 of us every week. I want to give a big shout out to them. They're extra passionate, extra obnoxious. You totally get into the spirit of Philadelphia when you walk in, you know, and they'll boo your mother. They don't give a fuck. You know, so, <laughs> and, and that's how you know the real Eagles fans. And uh, I mean, we, we were talking. What's what's really unique for? I mean, we don't even have a football team out, out here in LA. We, we're you're lucky. Real. We're we're lucky in the sense that we get to I watch we're all the games. I think we're gonna get the Bills. Uh, I'm hearing the Jags. I, I'm hoping it's the Jaguars. One of the two. Uh, I think I think Buffalo has been the the that small market that can, that will continue to hold the team once the team gets good and they have the potential to do so. Uh, it just m- depends on who their new head coach. Well, is if they be. come to LA, there's going to be a lot of money. It's going to be a good team. But I just want to say thank you for having me again. Thank you for all the kind hey, words, you know, fellas. When is uh when can people catch you now, man? People can catch me every Friday night at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room, nine o'clock show. Big shout out to Noel and Rich, Jerome who run Rich the show. show. I'm lucky enough to be there doing my thing every week. Come on in. Say that you heard me on Grand Theft Audio. Tell them to get me at the door, and I'll make sure that you get a good seat. Or I will make sure that you have a whiskey outside with me. Oh, that's a, so wow, you, you can't both. get into the show. So you think you had <laughs> a hell of a show. Go, go, go! Definitely check it out, man. Um, Drone Cleary's been whiskey offer is subject to change. Sorry, <laughs> and it's one of the most underrated shows in the country. It's a fantastic. You show. see everybody. You see all it's kinds amazing. of poppins and all the regulars, and I, I, I'm really proud to be a part of it. And again, I'm really. Uh, you know, fucking flattered that you guys had me back. And, oh, uh, we really appreciate you coming back, man. Thank yeah, we had a blast much. last time, and we're looking forward to this tonight too. So, thank yeah. you very much. Anytime have you got something to promote or anything like that, let us know. Like, uh, absolutely, we'll, uh, absolutely, sure man. There. And then also, you know, if uh, if I get any, you know, sex tapes of Tiger Woods, you guys will be the first guys <laughs> I call. So, <laughs> well, uh, maybe we the scanner tapes that. from him too when they, when he goes through the machine. That'd be great. <laughs> v- Wunderbar. Well, um, I think we're gonna kick off. Um, one more of these breaks so we can have a nice long show with our next guest who I understand oh is God here. is here. I'm like Big so freaking fan. excited. Big fan. Ah! So I, I gotta make sure that we uh, have enough anyway, time to Matt Walsh. Um, say hello to him before we get started. So we'll be back in just a minute. The snow has fallen and ski season is here. And the Rainbow Tarns Bed and Breakfast is only minutes away from the best runs at Mammoth Mountain Ski Resort. Escape the thousands of snowbirds crammed into town and nestled around the Tarns Roaring Fire, or relax in your own private bath in one of the three luxurious rooms, and always start your day off with a delicious gourmet breakfast. The Romantic Tarns is a favorite getaway for many over the last 20 years and is so close to all the Sierras have to offer. Snowmobiling, shopping, and so much more are all minutes away. And wine and hors d'oeuvres greet you upon your return. Visit them at RainbowTarns.com or call toll-free 888-588-6269. Stop overpaying for your home, auto, and business insurance. Insurance companies don't want you to know about the deep recession discounts you can receive by bundling all your insurance together, up to and beyond 35%. California's number one choice since 1988, Pacific Resources, wants you to know and help you take advantage of these money-saving truths. Call 1-800-701-6036 to get a free quote and find all the savings you're entitled to. Pacific Resources Corporation, Division of California Insurance Services, www.caautoprotect.com. Bookmark it now. Alright party people, Pasadena's only bikini club, this show is under new ownership and it's time to party. The most beautiful girls, happy hour and food and drink specials, pole and private dances. Watch all the big games on the 10 foot screen while surrounded by the hottest girls in Los Angeles. And girls, we always get in for free. In Pasadena, off the 210 or the 10 at Rosemead at 3768 Colorado. 
Call 626-793-1847 to book your VIP party experience now. Come see more of me at the show. Attention elderly care facility owners and operators. Even during a recession, insurance rates still go up and you could be overpaying. Pacific Resources, the authority on elderly living facilities, can review your policies and alert you to overpays, proper limits to carry, litigation protection levels, and other essentials that if overlooked can snatch your business out from under your feet. Since 1996, Pacific Resources has helped hundreds of businesses prepare for tomorrow while saving them money today. Call 1-800-701-6036 or check out the Nursing Home National Insurance Program Center at www.elderlycarefacilityinsurance.com. With so much on the line, don't fail to make the call that can keep you protected. Audio wants you to know for all your ticket needs to go to Zigabid.com. This week, Rose Bowl and BCS tickets are all the rage, and Zigabid has got the seats you want. Buy, sell, have your way to the price that you want to pay. Zigabid.com, a ticket revolution. Hi, this is Brandt, and I like fine women and fine dining. You can call me at 323-203-0815. Sponsored by Zigabid.com, a ticket revolution. All right, welcome back to Grand Theft Audio. I'm Carl Kozlowski. Jake Belcher. Brant Thoman. And, man, I'm, like, completely uh, we're all uh, amazed. We're it, all yes. amazed. Uh, yeah, we're uh, huge, longtime fans of this next guest. Uh, he's a member of uh, one of the most influential comedy uh, groups in the wow. last 20 years, for sure, if not ever in America. Since the March Brothers. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Since the March Brothers, yeah. And uh, I actually was in Chicago when you guys were... Uh, you know, working it at the uh, Improv Olympic out there, and I saw. Really. Uh, I'll have to tell you one. Uh, I'll tell you about it a little bit. One particular show I saw was really bizarre. But, uh, anyways, the Upright Citizens Brigade went on to Comedy Central for three seasons. Amy Poehler blew it up on Saturday Night Live, and now on Parks and Recreation. And the other guys are all over the place with two theaters in New York, L.A., funniest theaters in America. And then Matt, you've seen him in like a hundred different things, uh, including as the Doctor in The Hangover. And to give it up for our guest, Matt Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for Thank coming you. in. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here on LA Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad. It's my this first is your time. biggest career oh, really? ever. I'm uh, bust, busting my cherry. Oh my. <laughs> The next step is the is the star on, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for you, man. This is this is the stepping stone for it for you. Uh, I want to be beneath, be beneath the wino that stands outside of Musso and Frank's. That's where I, want <laughs> I want him to stand on me. And you want to be polished by the guy with no legs that like hoists himself from star to star. Or I want to be a Studio City star. You ever see those? There's oh, those a, are weird. Yeah, man. those What's are that weird. About? Well, there's some by CBS Radford that are just like CBS stars, yeah, but yeah. there's also like radio stars yeah. or singing stars. I think on yeah. Ventura, I don't know. This well, is I took way, an acting class. This is Way Valley specific. Anybody yeah. help me out? No. Yeah. I'm not familiar with them, to be honest. Okay. It's All near right. uh, Ventura. It's straight out of Pasadena, man. That's where I've spent most of my time. I just time. did Salvia, <laughs> so maybe that's it. I'm the the, the Valley was always... Okay, no, that can't be true, right? Have you ever done it? I've but, never done Salvia, and okay. I've never filmed myself doing... Salvia. Sorry, I, I tried it for the first time pretty recently. What? That shit is crazy. It is crazy. What, what is your experience? Okay, so I, I, it was a hot August. You know day. what this is? No. What is something? It's like All a right. legal it's kind what the of. Kids do. It's a legal marijuana hallucinogenic. It's from, it's from it? South America. Oh, yeah. okay, I've heard of it. And, and it's it's kind of what their their shaman down there would take for their visions, like the peyote yeah. for our Native Americans, the Native South Americans. This is the stuff they take. I took this like 
10 years ago when I was oh, living wow. down in Long Beach. And now I'm hearing more and more about it. It's kind of crazy. Go ahead, Jake. Tell them about yours. I'll okay, so I, we, we make no secret on here that we enjoy marijuana. At least we Great. do. Um, and um, I decided, I see this for sale, and they, I said, what is that? He said, oh, it's like legal marijuana. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I take it to the L.A. County Fair. And I decided oh, wow. in, in the parking lot that Big I'm going to smoke place. it for the first time ever. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> so I sit in the car and I smoke it up and I'm sitting there for, I don't know, 30 seconds. And I start looking around and everything black has just turned rainbow on me. Really? Wow. I, mean, I, I looked at my black backpack and it was just glowing and shiny. Were you coming solo? Up uh, no, I had one other person smoking with me. Okay. You both did salvia at the same time. Kevin. Yes. Nice. Wow. Which was a poor choice. One of us should have done it and seen how the other yeah. one reacted, you know? Right. Well, now now it's your is, turn, dude, afterwards. Yeah. The big thing is, I discovered on YouTube people film their friends doing salvia for the first time. So if you type it in, Carl, wow. you, you watching get somebody do it is see like pot disappoints yeah. me. I, these guys, I have no problem with pot. These guys are regular uh, uh, users, indulgers, uh, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. yeah, incredible indulgers. Okay. Like, okay. But it doesn't really do much for me. But then the salvia stuff—that sounds like fun. No, dude, it was nuts. I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't appeal to me. The, the just watching people on it—it uh, seems like a nitrous hit. With it's hallucinations, yeah. it but, but, but last lasts much longer. Yeah. yeah. Have I mean, you tried it or no? You never yeah. tried it. No, never did. Sound. You oh, get okay. a good ten minutes of craziness. I, like yeah. nitrous, you may get like two uh, minutes. Marijuana is the strongest thing I'll do. Well, That's when, a really strong. When I did it, I had my my trip lasted about twenty minutes, and I what was really strange is like you said, the, the colors do change. But what for me was I, that scene in Train Spotting where he sinks into the carpet. Oh yeah. God. Okay, really? I was sitting on the couch. I took this bong rip. I was only able to finish about half of it off because I've, <sighs> I've never smoked it before. And I was smoking weed, but this is a different smoke. My body wasn't ready for it. So I cough this stuff out. I sit back. My hand is is clenched around the bong and I sink into the couch. I mean, wow. just start falling into it. And the only thing that's keeping me in the real world in my perception is my holding on to the bong. It's my anchor what? to the real world. I, I, I had a similar feeling. To yeah. me, when I was walking, only my toes were touching the ground and I had like elastic feet that were stretching down into the earth and bringing it back up. So that stuff is nuts, I, man. I could, so this shit is legal, but pot isn't legal? Right. Yeah. How's that happen? Yeah. yeah, it just hasn't been put on a list by the by the oh enforcement agency. The yet. government hasn't started a campaign that says black people will rape you on it. Because that's how they made <laughs> that, 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 that buying it is is giving money to the terrorists. They haven't done that yet, so we're okay. Yeah, but, it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, crazy uh, stuff. you know, one of, a guy actually talked to me. Hey, Brandon, is everything okay? It's like I just want to f- clear the bong, but I'm still stuck in this thing, and I'm like looking up at him as he's talking to me, standing over me in this couch for 20 minutes, and then I came out of it, and I just felt like I was stoned for the next two. Hours. Wait, how do we oh, yeah, so it was just like, wow, okay, it's a nice little high afterwards, but that first trip is just, just wild. Yeah. So if you guys um, do a, another season, maybe somehow, I don't know, it'll never happen about Brass Citizens Brigade, but um, you could have Bong Boy on Salvia. Uh, we could actually. That would be the next generation. That, you're right. That would work. Yeah. I, I know now. I know why you like Upright Citizens Brigade because you're a stoner. <laughs> it does help. It does a little bit. It does appeal to altered states. Well, yes, I gotta say though economy. that that uh, I did an interview with you guys. I don't know if you recall this from uh, Pirelli City Meet a couple years back. I was the guy that was uh, interviewing you guys. Yeah. In the back room. Um. And um. Anyways, it was I asked. Uh, so what's your what's your, what would you say is your leading inspiration uh, for your creativity? And right at that moment, it was total coincidence. But like the world's loudest bong hit was done by Besser. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Caught that on tape. Yeah. Yeah. Did it play in the article? 
Um, I'm not sure if I... No, I think I... I was afraid of whether you guys would get in trouble, so I left it out. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, nice well, good you. looking out, Carl. Good looking out for them. Yeah, they get in trouble I don't want to see the theater get raided. <laughs> we're like the Beatles. We have a very clean-cut image, but oh, we're, I know. All, we're all doing drugs and chasing girls. <laughs> well, uh, looking, the way to do it, right? looking down at uh, some of the shows you've worked on, they're some of my favorite shows of all time. All, Thank you. All awesome stoner shows. Thank like you. Like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <coughs> yes. I did a voice on that, yeah. That is awesome. I don't remember what I did, but I do remember doing that. Um, I remember you being on there and hearing your voice on there, and I'm like, that's Walsh. Yeah. I I, yeah. I, 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 mean, I love a Citizens Brigade. I really do. I, <laughs> yeah, he turned you. me onto it about two weeks into the, the when the season when the first season came out. He said, "You got to watch this." And I sat there, I was like, "Well, I don't really get this." And of course, he handed me the bong. I took a hit. And <laughs> like, oh, this is great! And we we started watching it week after week. It was like get together and get high and watch this great uh, hilarious. I show. still watch the DVDs all the time now. I like oh, watching yeah? them with the commentary, and it feels like I have friends. Oh, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's pretty much my second home. That's not, no, that's very flattering. Thank you. Yeah, the live theater is pretty much my second home. That and the, yeah. uh, you know, in the shadow of the Scientology castle. Do you guys, they're right across, it's this little theater, but it's right across the street from this giant castle called the Scientology Celebrity Center. Yes. And I was, do you guys ever get hassled by Scientology? Have you guys ever made fun of Scientology? No, in all truth, they've been cool to us. They've actually really? been very cool, and they're kind of a good anchor for, because there's some weird crime, and like people have gotten jumped or mugged really? on the way to their car. Really? Yeah, they have a little bit of security. Yeah. That helps out, and oh. they've actually thrown a few parking spots our way because parking is wow. nice. Oh, that's really. nice. So uh, they're good neighbors. I do have they, to say that. Do the people <laughs> who park there have to take the uh, personality test afterwards? That was payment. They don't have to pay for the parking, but stress you test. Come you in and take the test. Stare at a Tom Cruise poster for ten minutes. <laughs> and and I, I gotta say that one of your other roles you did in another show convinced me not to go into the line of work. Oh, At God. a time, I was thinking about going into child casting. Like I was, oh. I thought I was gonna maybe go that direction. Shutterbugs. Yeah, yeah. You guys with uh, the sugar know, songs, right? Shutterbugs. Um, yeah. Shutter, uh, from was, Human Giant. From yeah, Human that's Giant. right. That was a sketch I got pulled into by Paul Shear and Rob Hubel. That the totally made me think I did not want to go that direction. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I appreciate that's it. That's the harsh reality. They made a movie called Little 9/11 in that, which was really funny. That was <laughs> so funny. They, they just funny. had terrorist little children dressed as terrorists. It was, oh, <laughs> it was yes. awesome, man. I I kept trying to get, get you to watch that one. Awesome. The that's awesome. a great that show. If you haven't seen. You could probably get that on YouTube too. Yeah, That's probably. A great I was surprised show. I haven't seen it on DVD yet. It is. It first, is. The first season awesome. is on DVD. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. Something else. Though I did just pick up the Hangover on DVD as well. How is the um, How is the DVD? Is there good extras? Really, it's really good. The extras are awesome, man. Are they? I thought that the uh, the idea of the extra pictures was kind of a funny like yeah. just throw aside, throw aside, but they really did a good job of. What's the most horrible extra picture? Do they go pretty far? <laughs> oh, very, yeah. Like a donkey or animal animal sex or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. There is some crazy crazy stuff in there. I think probably the pictures of Galifianakis with his belly hanging out with the um. The fake penis hanging out of the oh, front yeah. of his pants. Uh, probably the worst. Zach it, it, it's that. it's much closer there than it is in the theater version. Like in the theater version, it's a pretty far picture, but at home, uh, it's it's a it's a tight shot. <laughs> it's unpleasant, but it's hilarious. Are there any more carrot top photos in the um, extra hundred? Oh, uh, yeah, there were some more carrot top. Yeah, I haven't gotten well. to see the DVD yet. I love the pictures afterwards. Uh, this would be great. I really hope that there's something more. I wish there had been more. I was telling people, it's like, don't worry. When the DVD comes out, they'll probably put a whole bunch more. And there they are. I just haven't had a chance to catch pick up on. I, I can't wait because you just sat there going, okay, well, what happened with the rest of the night? You've yeah. given us a little hint. The pictures were the one thing that uh, offended my mom when she saw the movie. <laughs> she says, that was a really funny movie, but oh, you don't need those pictures. Those it it wasn't um, the, the, the little penis, the... Um, <laughs> Uh, was, who was that? The, the, the um, Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken oh. with, the, with the little acorn. That puzzle. was a shocker. Yeah, that was yeah. so crazy. It was a very brave moment. Yeah, yeah that, was that was crazy. awesome. 
And Man. we're talking just, just, about his little penis right now. <laughs> That's That's, we can scratch him off our guest list, I'm sure now. <laughs> I hate to just come off like a fanboy man, but um, that's okay. I also love Martin and, Orla- and Martin and Orla. Wow, thank Orla. you. That's an old school reference. That's a movie we made in 2002. Or I had something. no oh, yeah, idea. I, I got a funny story about that, but go ahead. I had no idea it existed. I, as much as I loved UCB, then I was just watching Comedy Central one morning, and then it came on. I'm like, oh. I have to track down the real version, like the full version of this movie. <laughs> you mean it, the not edited for Comedy that's right. Central? I, I so it's still it, on Comedy Central. They that's, still air it sometimes. Yeah, that's funny. Do they still show UCB at all? There? Never. No, well. Huh. It, Is there any reason? Uh, no, they they own it, and I think it just fills gaps in the programming as far yeah, as Yeah, every once in a while you'll see that or like Strangers with Candy I, I at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I wish really? they put those like on demand. Strangers with Candy, great show. That was, yeah, with, that, uh, was, that was always fun. They would be taking advantage of that. You know, saying, hey, hey we they own it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, um, I, I was going to say about Martin and Orloff. I can't remember. There was like this, somebody was in a giant weird suit in that movie. Right? Yeah, an egg roll costume. Oh, that's right. Okay, so I was in New York City uh, and uh, walking through, uh, uh, what's the park that's known for stoners near uh, NYU? Washington? Square. No, I'm thinking of Washington Square Washington Park. Washington Square Park. Yeah, where David Lee Roth got busted once or pot. And, uh, and it's like midnight, and this dude is walking around in a giant egg roll costume, handing out <laughs> postcards for the goddamn movie. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's, and, and, and he's like... Oh, it's Upper Citizens Brigade, and the, and I was like, no shit, really? I was like, man, that's a weird marketing campaign, but yeah. it worked, right? Yeah. Well, hey, went to see it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you were absolutely. Well, hey, I think that we have now we know how to promote the show, our show. We got to get a guy. We got to get Carl in a, an egg roll costume and we'll have him walk up and down uh, Ventura Boulevard here. Just yeah. the thing that was weird was we didn't realize it was an egg roll at first, and we thought it yeah. was like a giant penis walking around <laughs> or something, you know, with like you know like horrible yeah. uh, uh, warts on it and everything. Egg rolls are not an iconic image. You don't really instantly. Sorry, yeah, it's just like a brown thing. Yeah, and you talk about it, what yeah. you think about it with the bubble, the 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 the, the fried up bubbles that are all over. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's more like cancerous growth on. That's wow, that's maybe not that appealing anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what things are you working on now? What is coming up that we can see? Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing I wanted to promote is uh, I have a show on Spike TV called Players with Ian Roberts. Oh wow! Oh cool. That's uh, that's one you've been telling me about for a while. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw that before a couple of weeks ago. Where? I think, I think on on it's going to be on FX, right? Spike. No, Spike. Oh, Spike. No, that's right. I think I've seen like little cut pr- promos for it. Okay. On on, on the station on Spike. On Spike? Yeah. So. Well, it's uh it's about two brothers who own a sports bar in Phoenix and right. they don't get along. They're like Felix and Oscar or it. whatever. And uh, the cast is. Uh, uh, Daniel Schneider, um, June Raphael, um, this guy James Pumphrey, who people might not know, but he's super funny, and this old man named Jack McGee, who's been like an Irish copper fireman in every movie <laughs> you've ever seen. I've heard his name for yeah. And it's like it's based on what uh, you know I've been doing for years, which is improv, and it's a loosely improvised script, I guess, kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but it's in a bar and it's a little more aggressive and a little more male, I guess, because it's Spike. Yeah. And uh, it's better than Mansers, is all I can tell you. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what is that Mansers? show is Mansers awful. is on Spike. I'm, I'm, bash, oh, okay. I'm bashing the network that gave us a show. <laughs> hey, you, we'll say something nice because I do watch a lot of Spike and I do appreciate um, TNA Wrestling and the um, the um, <laughs> what's it called uh, the fighting you guys have. Um, the UFC stuff. The UFC stuff. Oh yeah, the I UFC stuff, stuff is good. Yeah. And uh, actually, what's the battle one like? Battle of the Warriors. 
Most Dangerous Warrior, if you ever oh, watch yeah. that show, yeah, that's I've pretty interesting. That, yeah. So what, what does Masters do? We ask Masters is like, yeah. dude, a guy with a voice goes, what would happen if we lit this on fire? <laughs> <Can it laughs> What's the best way to get rid of a sunboner? Yeah, it's kind of uh, like a Mythbusters uh, where they say... Can like, giant boobs really break your neck? Yeah. <laughs> like, in American Pie, they had sex with a pie. But what would be the most realistic food to have sex with? And then they, they figure out what feels most like a vagina. Wow. Well, <laughs> I've heard of mango was pretty good. You know, so. Veal. My friend wrote the bit. It was veal. 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 Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's wow. good. Wow. So you actually tested it out. <laughs> yeah. For all your... They uh, have to well, that's how Parmesan. they get the mansers. It's, a hor- it, it's, it's not a horrible really show, bad. but it's definitely something I'll, I'll tune in for about four seconds and go, oh, that's the question we're asking yeah, today? Let's exactly. see. <laughs> I'll check out Players, man. It sounds pretty good. I'm also yeah. excited to see Due Date. Due date, I have a small part. Yeah, I I, I did a a couple scenes with Robert Downey Jr. That's him and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Sort of like in a planes, trains, automobiles situation. They have to go on a road trip to get That's Todd Phillips, too, right? Todd Phillips as well, yeah. That guy's a genius. He's very good to me, yeah. Yeah, I got a couple friends who worked on that, and they said on set that everybody was just laughing all the time. (laughs) Yeah. One of the hardest sets to. Like, they kept having. I guess they. They just the the crew was really into that show for some reason. On due date? Yeah. Oh, good. Date. I was only there for a couple of days in Atlanta, but yeah, that's a good uh, casting. Those two guys are great. Good sign for sure that even the people who are supposed to be quiet can't. You know, that's, yeah. That's pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, um, uh, damn, there was something else I wanted to ask you about. Oh, yeah. Uh, f- forgive me for getting the title mixed up. I don't know why because it was a play on famous phrase. So I'm either getting it right or wrong. Man Bites Dog? Dog Bites Man? Dog Bites Man. Dude, Terrible that title show, for a show. Terrible that sh- title I know, that probably is what hurt it or something. But, I mean, I work as a reporter uh, for my main living, and that show, I thought that was just fucking brilliant. Thank I you. Mean, yeah, that's another one that might air on Comedy Central at, like, 3 in the morning. Hell. Yeah, but... Uh, the, that had a great cast, too. That was Zach, Zach Galifianakis and yeah. Andrea Savage and yeah. Andy Miles. I really liked yeah. uh, Zach's new show with uh, Bored to Death. Uh, I, I haven't I, seen that. Uh, I would oh, definitely, yeah. I would definitely recommend checking okay. it out. Him and Jason Schwartzman are really funny. In fact, uh, thinking about it, it's like the, it's the type of show that uh, your set, your character, uh, not your character, but your persona would probably fit in really nicely in one of those little odd characters that they come upon every week. It has I mean, an offbeat sense of humor. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It does follow, and it does have like a longer storyline as well. But it's you know, and and Ted Danson is so. It's been so long since I've seen him do something really like laugh out. Becker rocked. Okay. Becker, Becker, Becker was good, but that was, that's what four or five years removed. Yeah, you haven't seen him. Three come, men and a baby too. Oh, oh no! Wasn't they're they're coming back with three men and a, and, a, men and, 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 and the bride or whatever. Are they? I've heard about that. Yeah, it's not. So, so, so what a so horrible someone, idea! Someone's actually trying to revive I bet it goes I think they go to space in that one. Yeah, <laughs> three men and a baby. Space wedding. Space. Well, yeah. No, but uh, I had a question about Dog Bites Man. I didn't mean to uh, just go. Hey, I loved it. Um, uh, what I was wondering is, um, with that show, if I recall, uh, you guys had like the funny, you know, plot, we were a TV news team, but you guys were actually setting real people up, right? So yeah, that was, was, was that before or after Sasha did Borat? As far as uh, it, the was TV before, of Borat. it was before uh, Borat came out. I mean, I, I know the movie-wise, but I mean, how about on TV? Do you know? Were you guys uh, first? No, we, no, no. They, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen had done a bunch of like oh, okay. uh, stuff as Ali G. Oh, that's right. Yeah. For years. years. And then really the guy is. who created the show is, is a guy named Dan Mazur, who also created uh, Borat with Sasha. Oh, really? oh okay. He's a British okay. guy, and his idea... He had a, half an idea. He's like, I, I want to do a show with a news team, and it's in in the real 
you know, in America, and they run around and cause chaos. Or yeah. well, what, chaos what was the craziest, uh, uh, you know, thing from that show? Did, did you recall? Uh, we had one episode that didn't air. We went and visited the Ku Klux Klan in Western <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> really? They really sent you all over the country, right? Well, they did. Yeah, that okay. was a brutal show that we filmed so much, and and also oh. you kind of like sell your soul out because you're kind of mean to people, and it's like uh, it's they a tough like show that? to do. <laughs> but uh, we went to the. We met the Grand Wizard of Western Tennessee. Oh, that's an honor. And it's just they were just horrible white trash, and all their children were. And they didn't, they didn't run the show. Why? Uh, I don't were they afraid I, that powerful demographic no, was no, uh, the, because the edit wasn't right, and oh. by that point, I think the relationship between Dan and the network had fallen apart. Oh, okay. So they were like, forget it. But uh, the funniest thing that happened in that interview is I, because I'm the reporter on the show, yeah, yeah. a guy named Kevin Beacon. He, uh, I interviewed him and I was talking to the Grand Wizard, and it's just so funny because he's like just a hateful human being. And <laughs> we were doing small talk, and I was like, okay, so there's no black person. You're like, not one, no, don't like any blacks. Not one black person. You're like, no, and I wouldn't let him. Come on, there's got to be one black. And he's like, all right, Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that out of him. And then the other thing is, we were just talking. And then I don't know how we got into small talk. He's like, yeah, my wife's got me in that low carb diet. I lost like 25 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so the Grand Wizard was like the last guy in America to get on the low carb diet. <laughs> and in juxtaposition awesome. to everything else he believes was really really scary. One of my uh, favorite bits you guys used to do were your your live out in the field things with Upright Citizens Brigade as uh, well. Yeah. When yeah. You guys would take one of your bits from the show and then kind of take that out into the streets. Yeah, we did prank elements. I mean, everybody's not just. Sasha, but everybody does prank yeah. elements, yeah. Those were great, man. Huh? Yeah, we would take characters from the show and then put them in the real world. Like, I can't even think of a good one. Bong Boy would go out, or Ian was dressed as Santa Claus. Are you reading my diary? Of liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you re- that was one. Amy played a character yep. who accused people of reading her diary. Yep. Um, but best one was Ian dressed as, uh, or Little Donnie. We took Little Donnie in oh, the real world. Donnie. Oh, Little Donnie. Little Donnie is a boy with an enormous penis that he's unaware of. And we actually got on the Today Show with Little Donnie. That, that's right. I've seen, I've seen that, that clip. You mean because right. of his enormous penis they would put him on the Today Show? I no, they had no idea he was going to be in the audience. I fake proposed oh. to my sister. I said, just just uh, if they call you, oh, just say you're my outside wife. outside of the crowd. Yeah, okay, outside in the crowd. So Al Roker's like, hey, this guy wants to propose. Let it, let's call her. So they called my sister, and she had no idea. And I'm like, will you marry me? And she's like, sure. Like, she didn't know what uh-huh. was happening. And then I just grabbed Matt Besser and pushed him in front of me, and he's jumping, and he has this giant dildo hanging from between <laughs> his legs. <laughs> and Al Roker's face went from, like, really happy for me because I just got engaged to, like, all right, move on. <laughs> oh, my God. You just should have yelled Baba Booey at that point. In time. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Was, yeah. it, was, this the, was this the fat Al Roker? Or I don't remember. I don't know how long he's been thin. He was really heavy, much heavier. Yeah, much he was much heavier. Man, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, forgive me if I'm wrong on this one, but did... Okay, there was a very popular viral video that came out this year that was like about a priest who punched somebody and they landed in the pool or something. What? Um, really? Didn't see it. You didn't see it? No, I'll Google it. Interesting. One of my friends told me that it was Matt UCB? Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, no. It was you. And I'm like, no, um, there's, I'm not in that video. It, I didn't think that it was you, but I had to ask anyways. I mean, it looks similar enough that it could have been, but so pardon me for being. And, and plus, it's a YouTube quality, there. so you're sitting there going, yeah, well, hey, right. you know, it's a, his face is a little blurry. Could still be Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Well, one thing I want to say about about uh, UCB back in Chicago was, uh, there, I went to this one night only event. It was might have been one of your final shows at IO uh, called Thunderball, or was yeah. it? Was it called Thunderbolt? Yeah, and it was like a mix of of live sketch and video, 
uh, in which uh, they were pretending to have invented a new sport, a variation on baseball. Well, there were guns on the rules. field and wild dogs and girls. <laughs> but you're yes. never to use that gun. Yes. That's yeah. Right. Oh, wow. you knew about it? How did you know about that? I'm, I'm a real. I'm a real. Uh, he's a UCB wow. head. That's pretty. No, but good. what was really I know crazy Ask was pennies, I know dolphins suck, and I know it all. <laughs> but what was really? <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, dolphin. I, man, I said that for two years to everybody. <laughs> well, and nobody knew what you were talking. They had no about. idea. I mean, no, but what, but uh, that night there was something really amazing happened. Um, they the, the the end of the show for that particular night was they were going to go to, across to Wrigley Field. They were just down the street, like a half block away at the theater, and they got the entire audience, sold out crowd, about 150 people. They give us all candles, we lit them up, and then we went marching out in in a rainstorm, and following these guys and Adam McKay. Uh, and uh, uh, and then Adam the seems some sort of broke it up. Pro- yeah. So Adam they pretended that they shot Adam to death, and he fell into a pool of water, a puddle of water, and he just lay there. It was amazing. They put up with like this cold, nasty rainwater slogging through on the sidewalk, and he just kept laying there and laying there and laying there while everybody finally just goes, uh, I guess we go home now. <laughs> and and then uh, all, out of nowhere, a real Chicago police car pulls up to see what all the commotion is about this giant crowd of people standing holding a protest outside Wrigley Field watching a guy apparently dead in a rain puddle and did Matt even, uh, did Adam even admit to the cops what happened or did no, they No, I think we I think they put him in a once car. Once the police show up, not in that one. The, once the police show up, everybody gets out. There's no okay. reason. <laughs> There's no reason to get Joke's arrested over. for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we're comedians, we're not political activists. Wow. All the fine all line. the fans are looking around, "Hey, where 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 the comedians? Yeah, yeah they're they're back in the theater right now. Back though. in the who's <laughs> you learn the same thing. Dog bites man. If the cops show up, you just kind of move on. <laughs> well, that's a good rule for a living. It's good to have your contingency plan, you know, to make sure that everything goes safe. The other thing I wanted to promote, just yeah. to interrupt you, uh, I did a podcast called Bear Down Podcast. So if you go to BearDownPodcast.com, I'm a big Chicago Bears fan, and it's sports and comedy. That's oh, all. How many episodes are we there? We did 16. Really? So, yeah. So if you go to Bear Down Podcast. Throughout the whole You guys basically talk yeah. sports most m- m- Well, we would cover sports in the first quarter of the show, and then the second two quarters were just comedy bits. We would have people playing Tiger Woods or... People like that doing impressions of famous sports characters. What do you think of the? So NFL? you would do it while the game was on? No, it would be a Tuesday. We would do the wrap up and then talk about next week. I see. Unfortunately, your Bears didn't make it to the playoffs this year. No, but, sir. Uh, do, do you have a favorite that you think's got a? Here's my uh, wild, my uh, wild card or my long shot. Uh, I'm going to go New York Jets. I have a couple reasons. Uh, best defense. Um, I think the rookie quarterback has worked out the kinks. And Roethlisberger was a rookie and he won the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, they beat Cincy last week, and they'll probably win this week. And if they win, I win like fifteen hundred dollars because wow. I, I placed wow. I placed a long shot bet in Vegas for some reason. Jeez. So well, I think that, that Sanchez can do it, man. I guess pretty good. Jake's got a dilemma because he's got two two quarterbacks. I don't. He's rooting yeah, for. being in L. A. Like you don't have a team, so I root for players. And since my team is the Trojans, I root for Trojans in the NFL. Okay, so, so Sanchez. But yes. he's playing against Palmer this weekend. Oh yeah. You know, like you got two starting quarterbacks going against each other, and it's, that's a tough call for me. Like I don't know who I really Where's want your, there. Yeah, where do you go? I, I guess know. I go Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Why I'm you like sorry. Carson Palmer better? I, I do, and I own a Palmer jersey. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Hey, you got to make sure you if, eventually he'll get a Sanchez one, but you know, he w- one a year. So the, as long as he doesn't have a dirty Sanchez. But, but I think the <laughs> nice. I think the smart money's on Indy. I mean, if you're like betting money, yeah, I, um, I uh, yeah, I think I so. still think someone has to figure out how to beat the Patriots in the playoffs with Tom Brady being healthy. Wes Welker's hurt. Yeah, that's that, a big that, part that of that offense. That is sure. a big part of the offense. Is Farva Force? 
Yeah. Well, that's I don't, the story. I don't watch, the yeah. best story would be if Brett Favre yeah. faced Peyton Manning and oh, won the man, Super Bowl. That would be, be yeah. unbelievable. That would be crazy. <coughs> that way he faced Elway in the Super in the Super Bowl, and um, who did he face his first game? Was it Elway twice he played? Yeah. Favre? Maybe. Man, those well, are damn. They went, up, they, they went up against uh, Denver twice, didn't they? Yeah, I think. If, yeah, I think yeah, it was. And it, yeah, I think it was Elway both years. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I would, I would like, I'd like to see that happen. Who doesn't want to get you know, the emotional payoff at the end of all this? Is oh. he coming? Is he going? Um, then Favre can retire, and we can finally. move on to a new football story. Finally, yeah. No, I, and nobody's really talking about New Orleans. I mean, they kind of. They got Reggie Bush. A little bit. They have Reggie Bush, who's another, pretty good. Another, another Trojan. It's <laughs> all Trojan, Trojan. Trojan. Oh. But you know what? Green Bay, too. I actually, they're playing, but uh, Minnesota uh, beat them I, twice. You know, the Cardinals made it last year. I like them a lot this yeah. year, and especially when they have to play on the road. Hey, if Kurt Warner falls down some stairs and breaks his leg, You've got another and one. then Matt Leinert comes in and plays quarterback, <laughs> then I'm all about the Cardinals. <laughs> It's oh, it's tough Leinert. out here in LA not having a team to, to really root for. The, oh, the Raiders Leinert. and the Rams just disappeared on a so. Matt Leinart is a pussy machine. <laughs> I don't. I know he is, but what's gonna? I mean, I he's been he's, on the bench for what three seasons? Now? Uh, yeah, just about. Yeah, he's he's got to be done with his contracts pretty yeah. soon. I'll go somewhere. And potentially, oh, potentially next year, if Chiefs pick up picked up Charlie Weiss today as their offensive coordinator. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. they did sign him as the as the new OC over oh, there. All right, then maybe he can turn Matt Cassell into a good quarterback. Exactly. Then you'll have Castle as well. Who, well, the who, Bears are trying to get a new offensive coordinator oh, because yeah? they got rid of Ron they, Turner. Yeah, they, and apparently Cutler likes the guy who was at USC. Is at USC now. Oh, no. Yeah. They, do they have to lose an offensive coordinator every season? He was season? at Denver last year with Cutler. Cutler loves him, and they might. I don't know. Is that Jason Bates? No, who is that? It's... um. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Bates, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the coaching, coaching changes are going to be fun to see this year too. I know Mangini's sticking around, but they got rid of a bunch of Mangina. the. I know. Excuse me. They kept all. Uh, Holmgren called them all and said, "We're going to keep you around for one more season because they did win the last four games of the all season." All the Cleveland yeah. staff, great. Yeah. Keep them around so Cincinnati can beat them again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Did, did, Do you man, follow other sports way, at all? Way to go, Rams! Keeping keeping that uh, keeping. Are the, you a big Bulls fan? I like the. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chicago centric. I like the Bulls. And so are you White Sox or Cubs? Fans. White Sox. I was born on the South Side, so I don't. I'm not a Cub hater like a lot of Sox fans, mm-hmm. but. I do enjoy the White Sox. Man, that Guillen is one of the most entertaining. Isn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, every time that guy opens up his mouth, you have to watch it. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, oh. there's, there's always a soundbite that we've got to listen to afterwards on ESPN after he's after he's gone on a fun one. Oh, there's a great Ditka uh, thing on Deadspin. They showed Ditka in a 1986 interview with no pants. Oh, if you go to Deadspin, it's really good. I will well, have to check that out. No well, it's just like they come out of the locker room, they don't get fully dressed, so he's sitting down and he's bitching and moaning. I hate these interviews. I don't want to do this interview. And then at the end of the interview, he stands up and he's in his boxers. <laughs> nice. It's a great. Keep a classy dick. Yeah. Awesome. So we should try to wrap up our uh, hour with a little bit of like the crazy, wacky news of last week. Okay. We have, we have a couple things. Uh, maybe you can uh, see uh, what you feel like chiming in on. The, my first one for this week is about a driver who fell asleep at a gas station. Oh, yeah. And, and he fell asleep at the wheel. He was there for about an hour. The uh, guy who was working the counter calls up the police and says, hey, come check this guy out. And they get there, and the back of his car is a working meth lab. It was op- actually operating. Not the components. He was actually generating meth. Bubbling away. In the backseat of his car. At a gas station. <laughs> at a gas station. These things are prone to blow up. I mean, first of all, and how you- do you have that much meth around you and fall asleep? <laughs> salvia. Salvia, clearly. That is... Just that doesn't is, make any sense. That's like an ice cream truck, right? You you can go door to door and serve what you make. Is, is that kind of story that, that uh, you know that like once in a while when I read some freaky shit on the, online, 
It's like I want to look up, and I do look it up. I never have the guts to actually call the person. I wanted to look up Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and look that asshole up, and like call him and go, "What the fuck?" You know, <laughs> like to actually have a conversation with one of these weirdos that makes the. Uh, oh man, that guy's going to jail for a long time. Yeah, He's never gonna. Might, yeah. You know, if you can get through to him, he might be able to make a collect call to you. From, okay. Uh, from, do you play from, video games at all? A uh, little bit. A little bit. Have you ever heard of or played the game World of Warcraft? Uh, I have. Long time ago. All right. Long time ago. But, yeah. Well, um, another criminal this week got caught because he (laughs) loved World of Warcraft so much, he fled the country, and they they tracked him down through his player IP address and everything, and they found him in Canada. So don't play... Really? Yeah. So don't play massively (laughs) multiplayer online games because they can catch you. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, you would have to have, like, a whole new character and a completely different account. I wonder what his character was. Like, was he, like... Like a, like, a, like a night elf shaman yeah. or um, some type of uh, rogue, some, yeah. some thief or something. What was what was your character? I jumped in on somebody's. I think he was some kind of like magical elf. I'm a magical elf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, and he was pretty high up. He was really good. But uh, I just wanted to step into it and see what it was. See like. what it was like. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, that game has ruined people's lives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I understand the untold story on Chappelle is that that's what he really got himself really? addicted to. Really. That he wasn't coming out and wasn't going to his meetings because. Because he loved World of Warcraft. I've never so much. heard that. Uh, it, <laughs> there was a small little thing written in Rolling Stone um, that was just a little throwaway line. Then I heard a couple other places and I kind of put them all together. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what happened there. Did you, you've of course seen the video where they kill the all those? There's a Warcraft video where someone actually died in real life, so they held a vigil. All these pl- online. Oh really? I, I did on G4. They talked about. This yeah, they the, had an online vigil vigil where all these people who love this. Girl, I think she had died. They went and just gathered in this field in the virtual world. And then somebody heard about it and just did a raid and killed them. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see video of that online. Awesome! The horde comes across. And oh, yeah, exactly. This, this wave of evil creatures yes. oh, just hacking awesome. them down. Yes. I mean, you can actually control the characters so much that you can stage like a, a funeral service. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just say. Oh, meet, I thought it was just like here, right? right? Yeah, that's right. Let's meet outside no, no, the it, halls of Elder. Because it's like a map. It's, it's right? a role-playing game, man. You oh. actually play this character. I mean, Jake and I played it for a couple of years, off and on, and it sucks you in for hours. You, yeah, you know, yeah. You, oh, so you, I, I had to give start it up at ten o'clock at night. Next thing you know, it's seven o'clock in the morning, and you got to be at work in two hours, and you haven't gotten an hour's worth of sleep because you, you just can't stop. And is there unlimited treasures to find, or are you just yeah, defeating people? You could never run out of things to do in that game. And the game has them built in. Nobody has to be a dungeon master. Nope, build nope, these things. Nope. It's already, it's already all there. there. Dungeon Master, I like it. I used yeah, to play that's the, old ancient, D&D, yeah, that's, the old D&D. I played that. Well, yeah. If you want to find some weird YouTube video, I'll tell you, uh, that just reminded me of how um, when Dungeons and Dragons was at its peak, uh, and Tom Hanks coincidentally was launching his career, he did a TV movie on like CBS like in 83 when he was like really young, like Bosom Buddies stage, and uh, he played like a guy who got sucked into Dungeons and Dragons, and, and, he, and he's trying to... Uh, yeah. it's actually, it's I actually don't remember Tom Hanks job. being in it. I remember that movie coming out no, he's because in I, was into D- I was just getting into D&D, and I was like, ooh, there's a movie about this? This is going to be great. It was great. called Mazes of Monsters, I think, yeah, and I, you'll probably find some YouTube video of him like going nuts and wearing a robe and shaking and crying for help. Oh, that's Edward good. Kills himself he also played uh, an alcoholic on Family, Family Ties. Ties. Man, those were some great. Those were two of the best episodes ever when he was on there. 
Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was great. drinking Uncle vanilla Dad. in the closet. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so addicted. I'm drinking vanilla. Yeah, I, I remember like, one time instantly I saw him. though, like I know, yeah, right away when he got there, he went. Well, right you to know, the they vanilla. have to solve the addiction within 30 minutes as yeah. well. I yes. never, I've seen him on all sorts of crazy shows. I saw him on Happy Days. Really? Like um, no, Tom Hanks was on Happy Days. No, yeah, he, late, 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 really Happy late in the run, but he was on Happy With Days. Ted Knight or Ted? What's the guy's name? Ted Knight. Not Ted Knight. Who's the guy? He came in after uh, Richie Cunningham left. Oh, oh, the second guy. Yeah, yeah. there was a second guy. After yeah, Richie, yeah. Richie, Richie joined the army and then they brought. Isn't it Ted McGinley or something like that? McGinley, yeah, I think it was. Right. Yeah. I think it was Ted McGinley. Ooh, how long did that last? Uh, they were only for a couple seasons. more seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seasons. I mean, you still had Joni Loves Chachi. That's when everybody got the Fonz. You still had yeah. Mr. C. You still had the, the, you know, yeah. most of the gang. It's just Richie wasn't around. Okay, a lot of Potsy. A lot of Potsy. Really good. A lot of Ralph. No. <laughs> it was, I was waiting for you to defend they, it. Once they burned down owls, it was kind of over for me. I mean, they, they yeah. rebuilt they it. They get, yeah, they burned they down. They jumped the shark. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then like, and then he goes into the the bathroom for the fawns and he pulls the down the list of all the girls that he's got the phone numbers that he wrote down off the walls on this long ass chart. And you're just like, damn, Fonzie, you're just a freaking player, man. <laughs> you're, you're you're giving Will to run for his money. <laughs> Speaking of giving Will to run for his money, have you guys Beatty. heard about the Warren Beatty book? That's right. What? They, oh, oh man, this is nasty. The new Warren Beatty book. <laughs> Came out, came out, and it says that he has slept with not. It's not quite Wilt's twenty thousand, but twelve thousand five hundred different women. No, I heard twelve thousand seven seventy five. You got a better that, count that, than I Those do. are official, uh, like full on lays. They said it doesn't count. Uh, like, and like, like, and yeah, yeah, those things, and uh, possibly might be missing some quickies. And he's upset about wow. the book, but I'm not sure if he's upset about the book because of how accurate it is, and it's embarrassing, or if he's like, wait a minute, no, there's about 2,000 more. You how know? do you count those? And how do they how do you know without him well, verifying? Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems crazy. Well, he's well, not totally denying he's it, though. fathered 12,775 <laughs> yeah. babies, now and that, that's how they know. That would be proof. I, <laughs> I just think about you know that he's been married to Annette Benning <laughs> and supposedly is totally reformed for almost 20 years now. So he put a, put a lot of uh, a lot we of wear on the chair there, man. Jeepers. Yeah. yeah, he's lucky he still had a well functional. Twelve thousand five hundred <laughs> women. I'm not even gonna get up to like one tenth of one percent of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing that makes me the saddest. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were in competition with uh, with Warren Beatty. Way to go! I, I may be able to well, catch Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods goes, so what's right. the big deal, right? I mean, come on! I may be able to catch Tiger. It's a, a yeah. good good possibility. <laughs> get that billion dollars. You'll have no problem. He does have, no have the lead. You got to get busy. He does have the lead. Yeah. Well, Tiger's like, well, now I know who. To, Tiger's got to be the best, and so now he's going to go after Warren. So. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, congratulations amazing. to him. that record. Yeah. <laughs> Dig it the most. So where can people find you online? And, um, and what, do you have some other the, dates also? Uh, uh, going to be at the ja- uh, Sketch Fest in San Francisco, January 21st. With uh, ASCAT or with... Uh, yeah, ASCAT. We're okay. going to be doing ASCAT. I think Moon Zappa is our monologist. Oh, wow. And then I'm going to be in Sundance for two days. I have a movie called Cyrus that I have a very small part in uh-huh. with like John C. Riley and Jonah Hill. Okay. Oh, nice. And there's actually, for you guys, because you're big UCB heads, uh, March 8th, I think we have a movie that we shot like six years ago called Wild Girls Gone. I think it'll be available on one of those digital download sites. But like I heard it's, it's, it's playing this Friday at the Arclight, isn't it? No. There, there, was, there was something about it. Long time on, ago. Online In that March I saw 8th? that said, and people were like, oh my God, wasn't this shot five years ago? And they're showing it this Friday somewhere. I looked it up earlier in the week. Maybe it was last Friday. I don't know. I was looking really? up the site. We did a screening of it at the theater like two or three weeks ago if that's what okay. you're referencing. And then before that, it screened at the Arclight 
two months ago or oh uh, I don't know maybe it's an old reference but I looked up because I hadn't been in a couple weeks and I, and I was like okay what are they doing this week I'm going and I and I found Wild Girls Gone somewhere referenced hmm. well March eighth so who who uh, put together the film and did it is it anything to we, do with UCB yeah the UCB made it we we cool. shot it ourselves and it's that very, sounds like uh, the best week ever it's a very low budget but funny movie I've been telling Carl that on the twelfth we have to go see a movie that I'm excited to see called Mystery Team oh yeah um, looks really awesome oh like, uh, where's the small part in that. Do you? Awesome. I do, yeah. It's a really thing? funny movie. <laughs> it's really oh, funny. That is a good movie. Go see that. The, what, what else have you it done? It plays here in L.A. on March 12th on well, my Well, those guys are we're at, they're we're UCB at? guys. Uh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that as well. The, they're a group called Derek who uh, made a lot of videos uh, on their own. And, Man, and that's one of the funniest trailers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I, I cannot, really? I haven't seen the trailer yet. I cannot wait. It's very funny. That kid, Donald Glover, from who's on Community now, is in it, and another guy, DJ and Dominic. Uh, there's a few people in it. All right, man. This, this sounds like something. Could, something what are you doing on South by Southwest? You're, uh, you have something. Oh, uh, I think we're gonna do uh, an ask hat uh, or two at South by Southwest, but I don't know oh, the dates cool. for that. Okay. And then we have a third. And this is the other thing. We have a third theater that we're gonna open in New York City. Really? Oh, cool. Oh. Dover, the old uh, Two Boots Pizza that's on Avenue. Oh yeah. A and oh shit. Yeah, that's that where I was crashing New York is in that building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, on the fifth floor. You can go downstairs. Hey, well, you guys, why are you guys opening a second one there? Just so much overflow. Because uh, there's so much overflow, and it's wow. going to be a little more uh, comedy as opposed to improv, like stand up. Yeah, they just have a creepy movie theater there. You must be in that. Well, exactly. There was and so it'll really, be a little really more like video movies. mixed with live performance. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, that'll yeah, be yeah. sometime in March or April. Cool. Awesome. Man. I'm I'll excited to uh, check out that movie then in, in March. That's great. Yeah. Um, that sounds like the best week of movies ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super excited. And we, check out Players, March 2nd. Spike. Well, well for March, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. March 2nd on Spike? March yeah. 2nd on Spike. When is it, Carl? March 2nd on Spike. After oh, right, Entourage right. reruns. If you haven't... Was this another $1,000 Carl question? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a great spot to be. That's a great spot to be right by. That is now. a good lead-in. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't nice. have cable, catch Entourage for free on Spike. Dig it, man. Yeah. Well, we thank you so very much for coming in here today. We're huge fans. We're so thrilled that you could come in. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And this is Jake Belcher. I'm Brant Thoman. I'm Carl Kozlowski. Reminding you to tune in next week, Thursday at 6 o'clock. Who do we have on next week, Carl? Ron Pearson as a comedian and Andrew Breitbart. And the weekend is Tom. Kenny, and um, we have a whole bunch of uh, people lined up uh, that are here to make you laugh and have a good time. And Chuck next month. Have a great week, folks. Dig it, dig it. Catch y'all later. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening to Grand Theft Audio, the Jake Grant and Carl Show, presented by Pacific Resources. Till next week, you're on a 166-hour break. The views and opinions of hosts or guests expressed on GTA do not necessarily state or reflect the views and opinions of Pacific Resources Corporation. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.